Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pardon Will Podcast. I'm super excited that you're listening this week. Um, I got a great guest. We're going to talk about something that I uh, am super unfamiliar with, um, and we're going to get into that. But I just want to introduce um, a returning guest, which I've been doing quite often, but um, Jeff Pitcher. He is back. Hello. And we are technically, um, the sound quality is probably better than it always uh, has ever been because we are in his studio right now. It would be really sad if it wasn't, though. Oh, that would be sad. <laughs> like, I'm an audio guy. It yeah. sounds like trash. <laughs> it sounds like trash. Yeah, that would be a problem. Um, but we're in your studio um, and, and recording this. So if it's like, this doesn't sound like normal, it's because it's actually being done well and not like what it normally, what you normally hear. But um, returning guest, Jeff Pitcher, he's an audio engineer. He, uh, he's a writer as well. And uh, we've had a conversation, a long conversation before, and it was a great time. And so uh, this is going to be a fun time, dude. I'm super excited you're yeah. on the podcast. I'm happy week. you're here anyway, man. Dude, I love it. I haven't, and I was just saying this before, before we recorded, um, I haven't done an in-person podcast in so long. And we're almost six feet apart, so you belly acres can stop. Yeah, I'm not yeah. worried about that. Uh, you didn't have to tell them. <laughs> um, no, I'm not worried about that. I uh, I just, I'm so excited. It's so much, it's such a different feel of just being being able to look at somebody. I've seen the scene four people, I've, I've seen the same four people this whole year. Yeah. You're number five. It's nice. Wonderful. Number five, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, it's this is a, it's, I'm overly joyed to be able to do this podcast. Um, but, oh, one of the other things that you're involved in, this is one of the reasons why we're doing the podcast today and why it's something I'm, I'm somewhat unfamiliar with, I'm slightly familiar with, but you, um, you're a part of another podcast. You've always been a part of another podcast. Yeah. Um, multiple, uh, I would say. I don't know how many. You did? Th- really only two. Oh, okay. Um, well, I did The High Ground, which is all just nerd stuff. Yeah, nerd stuff. Um, and then this other one that um, I, it's called, well, it's called Charlie's Angle. My name isn't Charlie. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the host of it used to write... Um, Actually, he started up again a column in a newspaper oh, called Charlie's cool. Angle. Oh, very nice. A okay. pun on yeah, Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels. Ha ha. Very nice. Um, so, like halfway through the pandemic, I was like, Charlie, let's just do this podcast. Yeah. You have so much stuff to talk about, and people should listen to you because you you can talk about these. Yeah. Things. So, like, yeah, I don't want to do it myself. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just be on it so it sounds like it's a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it works well. Like I've been listening to it and I, I, I love it. Oh, great. yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm definitely a big, I'm a big fan. Um, I do. I actually, and that's what I said. Charlie can make it today. He was yeah, planning on, he's got to babysit his cute granddaughter. Yeah. I guess it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. I mean, I'll, I'll take, I'll take Jeff. If I can't get Charlie, it's, just, it's fine. Just substitute. I, f- I feel like he's, uh, explained the, li- the libertarian world well enough that I can probably regurgitate it. I think so. I almost now that I've been listening to those podcasts, I'm like, I think I got this. So, um, but I still want to come and sit down and, and ask questions. Honestly, I've listened to it. Uh, I say I think I got this. I'm still not. I still don't get it. Um, I have a few opinions about it and what I think is going on. Well, most libertarians don't really agree with all of it either. I don't. So, I didn't say I didn't agree well, with but, it. But we all have differing opinions on things that are inside the platform. Yeah, and so that's actually what I want to talk. So this episode of the podcast, normally I do musicians or artists, and I've been talking about expanding out and doing something other than just creatives and, and artists. Although you do that as well, you're a right. writer. And I don't know much about Charlie, but I've, since listening to the podcast, I was like, it would be cool to do an episode of the Pardon Will podcast that isn't just about creating something, but talking about something that's relevant and something that's outside of my realm of normal conversation. Sure. Yeah. And so uh, it's a libertarian podcast, yep. uh, Charlie's Angle. And uh, and so that's what I wanted to sit down. That and a little bit of podcasting and uh, the feel of that because I haven't talked to another podcaster, I think, technically about podcasting. And I don't want to go into super boring details, but just the philosophy of like how do you prepare for a guest and how do you feel when you're having a conversation with someone and maybe you 
haven't met before because that's actually one of the big things that I think about a lot. It's, it's a weird dynamic. It really is. Yeah. And a lot of the people are so I've, I've been lucky. So every guest I've had that I've never actually met or sat down and talked to, um, talked to before, um, I've, they, uh, they're great. And uh, I've, like I said, I'm still waiting for that one, one guest that I, I've never met and I'm sitting down to talk to him for an hour and a half, two hours, a total stranger. And I got to ask them questions and kind of deep dive into their life. Um, I never know what I'm going to get. You know, I never, right. I don't know. They could be just, they could be, you know, the sky's the limit for that one. They could be anything. <laughs> and so um, even something I'm like, I'm going to have to really delete half this podcast. Uh, honestly, it has not happened yet. Honestly, as far as artists go, and I, I kind of vet them a little bit, not a lot. Let's be honest, not a lot. Well, you want to, like, know what they're involved in. and like, I, I like follow the work. With, with Charlie Zangle, like, you and I already knew each other, so yeah. it wasn't that weird, like, oh. Let's find out what they're about yeah, before yeah. you bring them in. Yeah, I know most of the time I know a little bit about yeah. them, but it is that anxiety I get before everyone going. Um, and plus, I have to make sure it's somewhat entertaining on my part. Like I have to, I have to be a good host. Yeah, and that scares me the most. Of Who's, like, um, I'm going to interview you now. Oh, that's no, totally fine. <laughs> Who's your favorite host as far as any interview platform? Like who do you who do you admire as far as who asking good questions? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real quick. I've listened to a bunch of podcasts. And um, there is, there's a podcast, there's a podcast format, I think, when it comes to interviewing people. And there's a few, one of the, I don't want to name drop this, this one person. I mean, he doesn't, he's not going to listen to this anyway. um, He's somewhat famous, but I'm not going to name drop him. He does a horror movie podcast and a, like a supernatural podcast. Okay. Like the and, show Supernatural? No, no, no. Like okay. uh, Supernatural things. Like, I've only seen like six episodes yeah. of it. I want to watch all of it, but you it's should. so long. It's amazing. Um, it's totally amazing. Uh, I, I love Supernatural. Uh, I did a bunch of art of it, so it's not like it's a secret. But um, yeah, he does interviews, and he um, obviously the questions are lined out, like, and they're they're formatted. He already you can tell that they vet, and this is what I hear a lot when even our podcast. I listen to a bunch of those. What I get from it is um, the questions are already written down. And they're already pointing this one, then this one, then this one. And it's, hey, so tell me about this. And then silence. And then the person talk, which is probably right. Like, this is how you host a guest. And they answer. And then they get done. Oh, that's very neat. Yes, I agree. That's totally cool. Where did you grow up in this area? And it's like, okay, those questions aren't really tied together. It's a very basic outline. It's not not a conversation. And so, uh, I mean, to me to say Joe Rogan is the best one, uh, maybe. But he does. He's very good at it. But he's not um, – he's very imposing. Yeah, I would say so too. Like he, he doesn't necessarily put anybody at ease. So it's um, – and he usually brings on people that he's met or knows. Yeah. Um, that's what it seems like. But he also um, – he's very good at being like, so tell me about that. Yeah. I have a weird – joke like if i'm ever stuck on a desert island and i could go with one celebrity who would it be and like it would be joe rogan yeah because like he could hunt for one yeah, thing yeah. but like he'd just pretend we're on the podcast yeah like, so you're stuck on an island with me tell me about that yeah <laughs> hey jamie do we have a video of that and we look over at jamie and he's just a coconut yeah yeah uh, <laughs> no, but that's smart. He, he's good at that side of it but i wouldn't say he's the best no. he, i wouldn't say he's the best but i do like that style because yeah. that's a style i work in which is probably a bad podcast interview style because i interject a lot i rant a lot i try not to i'm not terrible at what i do um but i'm not the best because i i like when i sit down to talk to somebody and i'm asking them questions about their craft or what they do i definitely stick on the questions but i pry into those a little bit more i 
I try to move, but it's a conversation. And yeah. a lot of times I like that. I want us to rant a little bit. Well, that's why his episodes are like three hours long. Now. That's right. And that's why mine, I mean, a lot of mine go not that long, but they go an hour and a half or so on average. And a lot of it's because they'll be like, hey, something. And I'll be like, well, where'd you start off? And they'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And I go, oh, hold on a second. Let's talk about this real quick. And be like, how do you feel about this particular thing or this? And we, the, I have like five questions laid out. Um, that are kind of go-tos, like, okay, I don't know where I'm going to go from this conversation. Rarely do I ever stick on, they'll be in the back of my mind, or I'll tie them into the conversation that's happening already. But I really, the whole point of the podcast is not, I'm not doing a show. I don't know how you guys do this, but, and I mean, it's my podcast, and I'm interviewing you, to, well, I'm ranting. You asked me a question, so I guess that, that's fine. <laughs> it's uh, my show now. <laughs> honestly, I don't get, I, I could have done this solo and just been like, let me rant, because I did that this week. I was like, I'm going to rant for 30 minutes. No one's going to listen to it. Had a ton of listens, and I was like, like, oh, God. Hey, David, how do you do podcasts? Well, David. Well, I... David, this is, I could easily do that. I'm that crazy. Um, but I'd listen to it. I, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't. <clears throat> but I, um, But I like that. I like to go into places I didn't know we were going to go, and I want to ask. I want to ask interesting. Uh, let's be honest. Art, like maybe people listen to my podcast. Like art, they probably like it a little bit. Uh, do they want to hear constant art theory all the time? Maybe. Yeah, but like that's, if I have a doctorate in art history, do you really want me going into? I've listened to those details. Here's I've listened to those podcasts, and I've been like, I love art. I love hearing about artists. This is so boring. Did you go to school for art? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, uh, yeah, no, I definitely didn't. Did you go to college at all? Yeah, I did. Ah, nice. I went for anthropology. Nice. I went for one year. I went for, yeah, it was one year. Two semesters. Nice work. Um, <laughs> good job, buddy. We both did it. We made it. One year. Um, yeah, I always, I always think of that time. I mean, I have a whole story about college uh, and, and why I didn't stick with it. Um, I didn't have the money, and I realized I wasn't a good enough musician to keep up with the musicians I was with. Went with that. And now, like, half of those musicians are in bands that I work for. <laughs> so it's like, wow, I was right. You okay. were right. Yeah, mine was, um, even my main professional, my, my anthropologist professor was like, hey, just a heads up, you're starting this course, you're probably freshman, um, you're not going to be able to find a job in this, so good luck. And I was like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. And I then, was like the... 60th percentile, yeah. I think, of like the musicians I yeah. was with. And yeah. my best friend, my best friend uh, had just recently, when I went to college, he had just recently graduated from Stevens Tech in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is a really good school in computer programming. And this was fairly like when the computer programming boom was going on. And um, I mean, he, he recently told me, I was like, I'm going to listen to your podcast. He hasn't listened to it yet. He was like, I'm going to listen to it. So I hope he's listening to this one. Um, for like the first three years out of college, worked at Circuit City as a salesman. And I got like, I was, that's when I first started going to college. And I was like, this, I'm going to, I'm going to rack up how much debt? Yeah. And I'm probably going to be working next to him. And Dude. he's got a real degree. Like he's smart. I mean, obviously that was only for that time. Now he actually works like his degree does him good. I knew four different people that went to SUNY Oneonta for audio engineering and music production, and they all worked at Guitar Center. Yeah. And the, yeah, I, one of them is actually the number one salesperson in the whole company right now, I think. Very so, nice. like, good for him. Probably should have went to school for sales. Probably. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's really good. I like no, him. I like kidding. the guy a lot. Um, I'm not trying to dis on This is my moment best friend, so I'm definitely not uh, – because, like I said, he's doing great with his degree, much smarter than I will ever be. Um, and I, I looked at him for advice. Um, I didn't ask him about college at the time, but I definitely was looking and going, hold on a second. You're, you, uh, that's a private, you, that you, you shouldn't be here. Um, and then I was like, and the professor was like, anthropology isn't going to pay anything. And I was like, why am I here? I then? just don't, I, I'm just, I'm out. <laughs> I just paid you $20,000 yeah, to tell me I can't, can't pay get a, for this. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. But anyway, 
Uh, anyway, so doing like a conversation style back to this didn't, now, I should have went to school for podcasting. Maybe I'd be a, a little bit better. Podcasting at this. wasn't a thing until like 2010, yeah. right? I yeah, think I Adam think Carolla so. was like the first guy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Kevin Smith or something like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I, as far as podcast, you've interviewed people and you, do you like that? Do you have a, how do you do it? Do you have like a list of questions and then you sit down and talk to them about that? Strictly speaking, usually Charlie interviews people okay. and I sit here at the computer and make dumb jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're the comic relief. Oh <laughs> God. Of. It's not, it's that's not a why I, podcast. That's why I never laugh. Yep. That's why we only have <laughs> six listeners per episode. Oh, that's not, that's three that's more than me. No, <laughs> Um, no, I love it. Well, you got seven now. If you weren't counting me already, perfect. There we go. Um, I I don't see why not. You guys do it are consistent. It's good content. Like I, but it is educational for sure. Yeah, we we try to kind of balance it out between like information and uh, and a little bit of entertainment. And yeah. right now we're doing like the um, the the libertarian platform and what libertarianism stands for and what it is. Yeah. We just did an episode on the death penalty, for example. Very cool. Pretty heavy episode, but like. Yeah. Don't do it is pretty much the yeah, libertarian yeah. standpoint yeah. on it. Um, I do like the interview process of people because I like personally, I like learning things about people. I yeah. like I like getting to know people, which is funny because during all this, like uh, um, all the COVID stuff, I don't meet anybody. Yeah, I've met three new people this year. Really, <laughs> like, that's it. Jeez, and dude. um. It's uh, and two of them have been podcast guests. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. See, this is it. This is your end to the rest of the world. Yeah, you're, I can get, make you're breaking it's out. Crazy. Um, like one of the one of our guests was uh, he's a, the chairperson of the Libertarian Party in Fulton County. He's really? A, he yeah, oh, nice. Not that big a deal. There were like twelve people at our convention this year. Um, I did sound at it. No That's one used six the more P- than your listeners. No one used the PA at all, man. It was it was it was very sad. That's perfectly but, fun. But uh, Larry Sharp, who had run for governor under the Libertarian ticket, I was there. voted for him. I did too. Yeah, uh, great guy. Very smart. Talks very fast. Really, he's a Ben Shapiro, huh? He, oh man, yeah. Ben Shapiro wishes he was oh, as fast. as There's him. another bad interviewer. I'd say, and who am I to judge? Because it's nah. Ben Shapiro. See, Ben Shapiro's no. opinions come forward in everything. In everything, and yeah. it, it's almost like you can't. I, I love – maybe it's the conversation aspect. Like when you answer a question, the follow-up question should kind of segue, right? And not just, oh, by the way, this news like, article Like having out. an outline is good. And this is kind of – like for our guests, a lot of the time we bring them on because they have their own agenda they want to push. And okay. we just want to let them – we want to let them have See, that's what I want to do. That's yeah. what we like doing. And so it's like, hey, so the, you're, the, you're the head of the Libertarian Party in this county. Go ahead yeah. and just talk about it. So yeah, he yeah. does. Very cool, um, and it was and, and it was great. It was informative, and we had pretty good listenership on that. We had a we had another one where um, you should get Larry Sharp on. We've talked about it. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just you could say any. You should get uh, Joe Rogan on your podcast, David. Joe Rogan. You know, like yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I, I'd like to get Larry Sharp on it. Yeah, yeah, we tried to make it work when he was he was down. He was two minutes down the road from here. Oh, for real. And I was like, hey, we should make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's going to be here anyway, but like he didn't have the time for it in his schedule, oh. and um, usually people are like, yeah, I'm too busy for that. Like people will say that, but like yep. legitimately, he'd been to three different counties. Probably that day. too busy. Yeah, he needed to go to bed. I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to stress you out. Don't worry about that. Yeah, but that's cool. You reached out. I mean, I've been doing that as well. Like I, I'm, I'm used to rejection for sure. But honestly, I've, I've gotten more off like acceptance than rejections. Right, and that people, helps. People, especially in um, it, people that are creative and they're trying to make a living off their creativity or yeah. people that uh have a have a platform they want to really put forward yeah they they'll do whatever they can to get their message out yeah. 
No, um, it's like we're going to reach out to the Cato Institute and Reason.com and all these people that are super libertarian. Yeah, and, yeah. and we're going to see if we can get them on. Uh, but um, we we joke about we wanting to see Justin Amash and Larry Sharp run for president and mm-hmm. VP. In, that would be in cool. Like not, maybe not in the next four years because I think Biden will probably have it uh, easily. Yeah. Um, but this whole year was a nightmare. Uh, the libertarian game is a long game, though. Yeah, I always see the meme. Let's go and jump from. I mean, that was my question for podcasting. I think I think you guys are about the same as I. You guys run a little bit more tight, tighter ship than I do, and you have a lot more content. But it's also not mine. Strictly, mostly interview style. Yeah, like we do um, once a week, and we have we have an entire country of crap to talk about. Yeah, and like COVID always comes up because it's always a thing. And we live in New York, where. Yep. We it's we kind of got we yeah. kind of got shafted with everything, and now we've been okay. I'm gonna get super political for a minute. It's my podcast. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, Wait, is this going on yours too? Uh, no, just yours. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. If Charlie was here, maybe, but like, I don't yeah. want to put my voice just on Charlie <laughs> and me. Like Jeff's angle. Yeah. That's a dumb name. That's awesome. <laughs> that um, makes no. What is that in reference <laughs> of? No idea. Yeah, Jeff's no good idea. at math. I guess I don't know. I am. <laughs> There you but, go. Yeah. So um, Cuomo put a bunch of COVID-positive patients in nursing homes yeah. that didn't need to be in nursing homes, endangered a bunch of the people that lived at nursing homes, and about 12,000 people died because of it. Yeah, I heard it. I actually I was having a conversation about this with a guy I work with, and he was like, well, the, where else is he going to put them? And I was like, there was a battleship was a in battleship. the Hudson. The president, <laughs> who everyone hates, I don't even like the guy. Yeah. Put it there so we could use it as a hospital ship, and exactly. he didn't utilize it. Instead, That's... he sent downstate patients to places here in yeah. my county, Yeah, and people died because of it. We we called him out for this with one of our guests, uh, Abby Ballard, from the Downstate Abby podcast. Okay, cool. And yeah. Shout Heads out up. to Abby. I'll have to do like a tag. Um, yeah, she, she's cool. She, she's here every week. She's awesome. Very good. Um, we... Um, <laughs> she started talking about it. I was like, whoa, this is real. She talks about the bail reform law and a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. too. She's she she does a lot of research. She's very good at it. Yeah. Um and then I learned about the whole nursing home thing. So we called him out about this in like June. Oh, and now wow. finally yeah. like mainstream media is finally starting to grill him about it. I'm like, that's yeah. can I cuss on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all fucking right. Yeah, do it all you want. He's a horrible governor. And I yeah. used to work in an office that was directly um like under his control when the Safe Act passed many many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked for that office. Really? Yeah, I worked for the Pistol Permit Bureau before the Safe Act passed. Oh wow! When that passed, I eventually had to leave because death threats aren't cool. Yeah, no, that um, sounds. Bad. I also don't like taking away people's guns. Yeah, so. that's another. Well, that's a libertarian thing. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like you should well. be able to defend your weed plants with your gay partner with pistols. That's all. Yeah, that's the famous. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. No, that's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty pretty spot on. I think. Um, here's the thing, everyone. Or with recreational nuclear warheads, I suppose. But I'm 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 not quite a capital L libertarian. So. Is that what a capital... See, you have to explain things like this to me. So a lot of libertarianism, people think that, like, uh, the Vermin Supreme, the dude with the boot on his, yeah, his yeah. hat... Like, Is he Vermin's, a libertarian? I think technically, but that's not what we're about. Um, th- there's a there's a big problem with the Libertarian Party in that our convention is a nightmare. I heard there's a meme, and I think I was gonna bring this up. There's like, um, there's like a, a cute looking fox. I haven't seen the meme, but like a, a like a adorable looking like fox, and then the taxidermy one next to it, like a cute like fox puppy. I don't, what do they call pups? I don't know what they are. I don't know. Puppies I don't know. Like someone fancy. was explaining the Foxes meme to are me. Adorable. So. Someone explaining yeah. the meme to me. It wasn't visual, so I'm trying to <laughs> explain a visual meme. Um, but underneath the the cute, adorable looking fox, it said uh, libertarian policies, and then under the taxidermy one that's all messed up says libertarian party. <laughs> 
Um, Haven't seen it. Probably accurate. Is that yeah. accurate? Okay. Because I was so, like, I don't understand so this. So the Libertarian yeah. Party, we're at each other's throats all the time. So like, um, you're what? At each other's throats all the time. Why? So sometimes someone isn't libertarian enough. I'm using air quotes. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, you're just like every other party then. Well, like Charlie, for example. Um, I'm going to talk for him. I'm sure he'll he'll agree with this because it's like we've talked about it a lot, and it's one of the few things we really um, disagree on. So I'm pro-choice, but I'm like begrudgedly pro-choice. Mm-hmm. If we have a better option, I'm all for pursuing a better option. But yep. until we have that, like, okay, fine, that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to pursue like persuade my wife into like terminating a pregnancy, but we're mm-hmm. also never having children, so that's not really that big a deal. Yeah, um, I took that upon myself. You're welcome. Like yeah. that's the way that is. Yeah. Um, but Charlie is pro life. Okay. Um, with some exceptions like uh, rape, incest. You know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Um, the marginalized. Now, like some people would say he's not libertarian enough. Yeah. Because he's not pro-choice. That actually doesn't sound like a libertarian stance. Now, I'm technically registered as an independent. That makes me a libertarian, right? No. Libertarian was its own party in New York until this year. Now, there's a lawsuit going on right now to kind of correct that. Not enough people voted on the libertarian ticket to keep yeah. the party as its own party. Oh, so technically, I'm since I'm an independent, You're that means independent. I can vote whatever I want Yeah, you just can't vote in any primaries. Yeah, now, funny. I'm not a registered libertarian. I'm, a leg- I'm still a registered Republican. Oh really? Okay. I, yeah, I just haven't changed it. Yeah. Um, didn't vote for Trump. Uh, I I didn't I didn't vote for Trump. You didn't. I need everyone to know that. <laughs> you did. Okay. Um, I voted for Gary Johnson though. I didn't really like Gary Johnson, our Libertarian candidate in 2016. Yeah. He's he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I voted for Joe Jorgensen this past year. I was gonna, but then she sounded. She's just tweeted some stuff. I was like, I just no, I can't do it either. <sighs> yeah, it's. It, it, it's never a, a win-win situation yeah. for it. The thing with with uh, Joe Jorgensen, she, she she has a doctorate. She didn't have any sexual assault allegations <laughs> levied against her, and I agree with most of her platform. Already a better candidate than anyone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I understand if you wanted to to put Biden into the presidency to yeah, get rid I get of Trump. I completely I get, get that. I understand um, if you wanted to put Trump in. Like if you vote, like so. Here's and this the, is, people, the people that did it for economic reasons and stuff like that. I completely understand. Makes that. sense. Actually, there's probably a few on there. So, um, and. It's, it being my first political podcast episode that I've ever done. I'm so sorry to soil your reputation. Oh no, you're not going to soil anything. Most people, most people don't ask because I don't have anything. I don't have a lot. Like I, yeah. I the first time I ever registered to vote was two years ago. Good um, lord, I've never registered. <laughs> I've never voted before, and the only time I've ever voted was for for Larry Sharp. It was like a local. So w- yeah. what did he run for? He remember. ran for governor. Okay, governor. Yeah. So I went and I I registered that year just to be like I want to be an adult, and this is all. Before then, no idea what's going on in politics. Your listeners might know. You're 35? 35, yeah. 35, okay. Yeah, I'm 35. I thought we were like, is your birthday the 22nd of September? Uh-uh, July. Because that'd be hilarious. No, okay. no. All right. Is that yours? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're not this. Are we adopted? Are we separated twins dude, at l- birth? Legit, like, I used to have a beard not as glorious as yours yeah. and the same haircut. I know, dude. I know. That's what I'm saying. If, if we were doing this with a camera, people would be like, wait, which one's which, <laughs> which again? <one's> which? <laughs> <laughs> I grew the beard out long just so we can tell it, uh, us apart. Um, I'm just starting to grow my hair out yeah. like, to have like long hair again. It's been a really long time. Yeah. I'm working on it. It's going to take forever. <laughs> yeah, honestly, people are like, man bun, huh? isn't that out of style? That's what I say to myself every morning I get up and look at myself. And then I, re- I remember that I uh, my wife just cuts my hair. I was like, I'll never have a haircut Dude, again. I cut my own hair, so I get it. Not even like, I don't know, 20 minutes before you came over today. Yeah. 
I was talking to Amanda, like, yeah, I'm going to grow my hair out. We've been talking about it. And she goes, you want to do the man bun thing? I'm like, ah, I don't know. And then you walk in with, with the man, man bun. bun. And I'm like, I guess I have to do the man bun. This now, is what I would look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's You're easy. just like a little taller and a little thinner than me. That's, <laughs> it's because I'm taller. If you shrunk me. If I was 6'3". 6'3"? Yeah, 6'4", actually. 6'4"? If I was 6'4", yeah. yeah. would you weigh 235? Uh-uh. What do you weigh? 206. Oh, God. Well. I weigh a lot more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually probably um, I'm probably anemic. I get cold real easy. Sometimes I can't feel my toes and it's 80 degrees outside. Is it warm enough <laughs> in here for you? Oh, no. No, I'm joking. Okay. Um, cool. Because I got plenty of heat we can run, but. No, I'm totally just. That I'm was me just joking warm. around. Um, but I'm also warm. like, yeah, I come from a fat family, so whatever. Yeah. I think um, my dad has like weird thin blood or something like that or some or vice versa has thick blood mm. i don't know no yeah. probably thick he says he has to give blood a lot just to kind of lower his power i also level. do weight training so like i'm if i decided to do cardio instead mm. i would probably be a lot thinner yeah. but i move equipment for a living when i'm not doing podcasting yeah so like i, I mean, uh, the subs over there weigh 200 pounds each yeah there you go yeah you're gonna need something <laughs> i need something I need something my uh my real excuse for not um for having not gained weight is because i'm so uh What's the word? I just drink so often. Yeah, that too. Um, mentally, mentally not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. I'm never. I'm the things that I struggle with are remembering to do stuff like eat, oh, um, because sure. I just don't think about it. Oh, it's, dude, if I'm running a concert like a like a festival, yeah. I won't eat the and whole if I'm, day. Yeah, and if I'm if I have something that's really pressing on my mind that I'm either anxious about or really focusing on, like if I have a podcast coming up that night or something like that, I'll forget to eat. Not because, and even my wife would be like, "Hey, did you eat something?" I'm like, "Oh God, no, I didn't." And it's not like I don't feel hung- like I don't. I'm also the kind of guy who could eat literally everything every day. Yesterday for lunch, uh, where I had a whole avocado, I just cut open and ate just avocado pit and everything no yeah i didn't try that one out um uh, a whole tomato that i just cut open and ate and then like a pack of tuna i've been doing that and chicken out of a can but i don't care literally it's just fuel it's just because people yeah, tell you, you need to get the calories protein that's literally like that. it and i mean do i enjoy good food sure yeah. yeah good food's great on a special occasion just not something i'm really concerned I with feel like i said this the last time i was Probably. on your show i've i've been eating just like eggs beans and rice yeah because, like, it's been a whole year of that. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. Which, interestingly, like, I thought my diet was a problem. So I had a problem with my uh, my jaw. I, my wisdom tooth decided to, like, rear itself. Oh, fantastic. I have one wisdom tooth. Ooh. Right? And so it, it started rearing itself. So I was in, like, tremendous pain. My mouth was all swollen. So I go to a dentist. Not even my dentist because he was closed for Christmas. Yeah. I had to go to some corporate yeah. horrible dentist. And they're like, yeah, your wisdom tooth is showing up. I'm like, yeah, you think? Yeah. I know. I can kind of feel can that. Can you do something about it? And they're like, we can't because your blood pressure is too high. Huh. I was like, really? That's weird. Does it bleed too much? Well, here because it would bleed too much if they pulled it. Yeah. So I I just got life insurance two years ago, and my blood pressure was like perfect. Yeah. Whatever the – what is it, like, uh, like 120 over 90 or I whatever? no idea. Like, I don't even know what those numbers mean. Whatever. She did my blood pressure. She goes, good, good work. And I'm like, fantastic. Yeah. So then like two years later, apparently they think I'm super hypertensive. Oh. And I was like, maybe it's the fact that I have an infection in my mouth because of the wisdom tooth. Wouldn't that do it? The uh, My entire business collapsed from under me, and yeah. I lost uh, an absurd amount of money. For, and it's not like that much, but like yeah. it's enough. Uh, and like, and now I don't have the money to pay for all this crap that I have to have done to my mouth. But yeah. All at the same time. Of course. My I blood. wonder if maybe my blood pressure is a little high. Yeah. And the device they were using was digital, and it faulted three times and didn't give a good reading. So I'm pretty sure they were just wrong. Yeah. So what did they do? They didn't pull it? They sent you home? They gave me some antibiotics and took care of it. Now, fortunately uh, for me, uh, I have a great pain tolerance, and 
uh, th- this might be bordering on the the TMI world, but like it destroyed the roots of a couple of my teeth. The the wisdom oh, wow. tooth did. So like now there's no pain at all. The yeah. infection's gone. I'm just keeping it clean. It's no big just deal. Rocking and rolling. But that's um, not TMI. That's perfectly good information. Yeah, wisdom teeth. Hey, are welcome to Pardonal Podcast. Talking dentist, Denti- <laughs> dentist <laughs> and libertarianism. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like whatever. whatever. I don't even remember how we got this there. podcast. Is whatever I want it to be. And uh, whatever people will stomach and still listen. Right. Um, well, hopefully that didn't scare them away. I don't think it did. Um, um, I enjoy that. I, now, they're a private company, and they're welcome to do business however they see that's fit. That's your libertarian Which is wing. a libertarianism. Boom, I brought it back. I actually have a question. So you said big L libertarian. So I back to what I was saying. Like, I'm an independent. Um, I didn't know what that meant. I've only voted once, and it was for a governor. I don't even think I filled out the rest of the ballot. Um, or I did just go down like, what is libertarian? I voted. I don't... I don't. Um, you like like? Oh, I like this person's name. I'm gonna, I could do that. Yeah. Um, I just one of the reasons why I never voted is because I never. There's a little backstory. I never committed to paying attention to politics. Sure. Um, I mean, everyone's like, well, now people are worried about uh, the integrity of the election. I literally always have all my life. I was like, you tell me the mob doesn't run that. You tell me the most powerful position isn't already in the bag. You yeah, got to be kidding. I, and I've always thought that. I, I feel like the not even in a conspiratorial way. I was just like, doesn't that make sense? I feel like it's always toyed with, but it's always. Minuscule. It's never enough to really matter. Yeah, maybe that's it too. I well, mean, the electoral college kind of sees to that. Oh, I guess that's true. But also, um, wasn't a poli sci guy, and so I didn't. I didn't know a lot. I still don't technically know a lot until recently. I started. Um, I think it was like two years ago when I signed out. I was like, I'm gonna. I'm. 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 At the time, I was 33. I was like, I'm. I'm at that age. Um, you know, I'm like, well, this is Jesus made it this long, so I should at least <laughs> register to vote. It's like, I beat Jesus, now I'm going to it's vote. Bit, it's a bit of blasphemy. I'm saying at least, <laughs> I mean, pre-resurrection. I get it. I yeah, made yeah. it that long. I should at least register to vote and start becoming a human. This is also the same time where I was like, I never had credit cards growing up. I was told pay cash and everything. I had a credit card for the first time when I was like 28, something like that. Yeah, I just it was one of those things where I was told this is how I was. And then it's because I, I started a company. I started like mm-hmm. buying equipment to to run to run the audio company. That's, yeah, see, what, that's what I did it for. I'm still leagues behind. So I was like, even people was like, you don't have a credit card. I was like, no. I was like, I, my credit's shot. I didn't know. I didn't know any of these basic functions. I also bought a house when I was 22. So like, you see, there you go again. Yeah. yeah see. Um, but you could, and the reason is because you couldn't watch TV as a kid. We talked about this That's what before. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, off mic or on a different podcast. A yeah. different podcast. Yeah. yeah, I'm always. I don't do anything if it's not like beneficial for me oh. or or for someone around me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like I don't even play video games anymore, man. I play Skyrim a little bit just to wind down at the end of the day, and that's, that's about good, it. I do the same thing, and I've had this. Com- I think I had this conversation with Josh Ayala. Um, well, maybe it wasn't this because he, he's in the building communities online with Twitch and stuff, and I was. Uh, actually, I think it was on my last podcast. Is I have a hard time doing things I don't feel like they're bringing purpose or, or doing something in either yep. my life or the, like exactly what you sure. said. And so I have a hard time with video games. I can do it. Um, I can do it, but every I get like weird hangovers at the end where I'm like, I just wasted like four hours. Sure. And I could have been doing something. And so I sound like a hyper. I don't know what the word is, but someone that's always kind of trying to be busy and and do things but that's actually what i enjoy the most kind of makes sense though like um so i've got this project i'm working on with my brother it's not related to charles angle at all it's just a, a it's a writing project we're kind of making a little like magical universe oh, where like, he's writing stories i'm writing stories they're all in the same universe oh with very different characters. Cool. yeah yeah 
And um, one of them is, uh, I call him Necro Kid. He's a kid that learns he can bring back the dead. Oh, wow. Um, that's not going to be his name. That's like, just the working title. It works. It sounds like it should be on Nickelodeon or something. <laughs> right? Or yeah. a, a graphic novel, maybe? A graphic yeah. novel, for sure. So, like, but it's just going to be like, a, like, remember Goosebumps? Yeah. So I, I, was, I, remember I was Goosebumps. apparently allowed to read those, but I wasn't allowed to watch Are Buffy you the Vampire Slayer. Seriously? It's ridiculous. My grandmother bought me a book, and I think that's probably that's why. That's probably why. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, so we're working on this, and like, okay, he's a necromancer. He's a kid. He learns of his power. It's pretty cool. Okay, awesome. I need to get into that mindset. So I open a new Skyrim file and I play mm-hmm. as a necromancer. Nice. So yeah, I yeah. kind of get myself into that world a little bit. Research. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, and like, I, I've played like 20 hours in that file and I haven't touched it in a week. It's R&D. It's R&D. Yeah. I had a guest of mine. He's an artist and he, uh, his wife was always telling him like, hey, you need to get off Instagram. He's like, it's R&D. Like, I don't bite other artists, but I get inspiration from these particular things. And I'll do the same with any of the projects, too. Um, I'll start watching certain series. Like, I was, the last time we talked, um, I was building that game. I was still, technically, I'm just working on a project came in front of that. Um, but that game has to do with the Victorian age and 1800. So when I come back around to it, still, you're still working on it as it come out. Uh, no, 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 no. It still needs some work. Um, so the, the whole function of it and the details are there. It just needs, um, editing up and put together by someone who can spell. Um, <laughs> and so that there's that problem. There's a few other things that we're adding. I sent it to a friend. Char- Charlie was like a, an editor and copy editor. So if you need, oh, if you nice. need some copy editing work, like send it over. Nice. I have a guy who would do it for free. And so uh, send it to him. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no, I had a friend. I had a friend. Who, she was really big into RPGs. She was actually got me and my wife into uh, playing RPGs, like role-playing games. Um, I think it was just like D&D, the original or the first edition or whatever. Sure. And she and she was super She would make her own quests. And so I took the book and I sent it to her. And she came back with like, here's a few things you might want to add. Here's some things that I'm not sure about. And so so I had to take, this was like, I'm almost done. And then I was like, all right, never mind, back to the drawing board. So it's a little bit longer. And then I have a whole other thing I'm, I'm in the process of. So I was like, we'll put it off for now. Um, but long rant to get to the point where like when it comes around, I'll probably pop in Netflix and watch uh, Penny Dreadful again or something sure. like that. Yeah. Um, just to get my mindset back into like this or some old school Sherlock's or something. I, I was working on an outline for like the big team up event in this universe. Mm-hmm. So of course, what am I going to watch? Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not Justice yeah. League. No, no. Uh, unless you want that book to fail. I, I prefer success. Yeah. Success is what I want. <laughs> um, I forgot where I got here. Uh, well, libertarianism, books, gaming. Oh, here's what I say. So I just now got into the Politics. Politics, Um, Matter of fact, uh, apparently I joined, I think my buddy, uh, a buddy signed me up for Twitter like in 2014 or 2010 or something like that. Never used it. I think I have six tweets under my name. Yeah, never used it until this past year. Stupid idea. But I was like, everyone keeps saying like Twitter's awful, Twitter's, and I was like, I... I want to know what this is about. It's a cesspool. Plus, at the same time, I'm like, I got a podcast. Everyone's, how am I supposed to, how am I, I'm so bad at social media. I got to make some attempts. Dude, marketing a podcast is impossible unless you have people that are really behind it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you really, it really is. And so. Or you have $52 million like Joe Rogan. Yeah, you can do <laughs> or that Or whatever too. Spotify paid him. $52 million was his estimated net worth before the Spotify yeah. purchase. I don't even know what he's worth now. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's here's, and I mean, I mean, does podcast. everybody do DMT on your podcast? Yeah, actually. Oh, great. Yeah, no, okay, cool. I'm gonna drink uh, some DMT right now. Yeah. No, I don't, uh, I definitely don't. I'm never gonna, be, I, that was the thing too, is I'm never gonna be a Joe Rogan. And I'm fine with, like, I started a podcast off not going, like, I'm planning on making this my career, you know? Right. Like, well, I'm pretty sure he started his podcast to better his ability to speak to people because he was a stand up comedian yeah. and he was trying to 
make get his flow a little better. Yeah, and that was pretty much the same thing. I wanted to uh, help artists get their stuff because artists are normally secluded. They don't really get to talk about their stuff. And I was like, this will be good. It helps yep. me learn my craft, uh, tips on how to market myself better or things oh. to try. And it helps with the communication. helps me be able to learn about right. how to talk to people. So he has like a triangle of talent. We're just, I'm just going to gush on Joe Rogan for a second. Oh, boy. Now, I don't think he's – like I'm not a massive Joe Rogan fan. I don't really do UFC and that kind of stuff. But yeah, like yeah. I like his – I like his show. Yeah. I like his stand-up comedy. I don't really do the UFC. Yeah, I don't. Every aspect of his career informs the other. Yeah, and I, yeah, I had this conversation with the, my, one of my past guests. Oh, okay, That's yeah, perfect. We're yeah. like, okay, he, he's like, okay, he's a UFC commentator, and like, okay, but he that Fear Factor was kind of the same world. Yeah, I didn't watch Fear Factor, but I, I know either. he was on it. Um, being able to talk to people and improv—that's the—that's the comedy side of it, and then the podcast is like all of those things put together. So every single aspect. Of his career informs the other. Yeah, and I think I do the same thing with mine. Like I'm a contractor. I've said this multiple times, but that helps me be better as an artist. Artist helps me do that. Podcasting right. helps me work, talk to uh, homeowners better yeah. and stuff like that. Podcasting so. and recording uh, transfers into audio engineering for me, and like yeah. podcasting and recording also transfers into writing because I can learn about exactly. new people and yeah. base characters off of guests. Yeah. Oh, I haven't actually done that. Okay. <laughs> I got but, like, excited all of a sudden. There's this one character who's like got a beard and a flannel yeah. and he smokes a pipe. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. His name is Lavid Dilly. What's that? What's that? What's that term where it's, people are always uh, typecasted? Um, that would be my typecast. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, who's this hipster? He's not a hipster. He's a podcaster. Get it, it right. Get it right because you can't be both at the same time. Um, I, the only thing that's saving grace that keeps me out of the hipster realm is I don't have a record player. Oh, ah. wait, we do. Oh, we do. Oh, I do. It's Lost. in the garage. I don't have my own record collection. Uh, I have one vinyl. It's Metallica's Triple X album. It's a and collection, I don't, and that would not be a I hipster one. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> it's not mine. It's actually, I, it's actually in the garbage. Yeah. It's legitimately in the garbage Where right it belongs. Now. Yeah. I don't really like Metallica. Uh, yeah. Takes it takes a certain person, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Like everything informs everything, and I enjoy that. Um, and I I feel like you know whether or not this podcast is great or whether it doesn't, um, it does great for me. Good conversations with interesting people, not me, you. Usually, people will listen to that kind of stuff. No, I think people listen to this one. What's too. your What's your number? <laughs> here I am interviewing you. What's your favorite podcast? I love that. My favorite podcast. Oh, like what? What if like every week you know it comes out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, like you always listen to um. it. It's a uh, it's one called the Boogie Monster, okay. With Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone, they're okay. both comedians, and uh, they talk about like ghosts and aliens and stuff like that and crack jokes. Actually, half the time they talk about food and it's it's just it's a conversation between two friends and they're cool. just they're just dicking around. What was it called again? The Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster. Yeah, all right. Nice. Check it out, everybody. That's that's my endorsement. That's one I listen to every week, and it's one of my favorite ones. Can I give a ridiculous plug that actually kind of works? I was about to ask you the same question you asked me. So Dungeons and Daddies. What? Okay. So you're talking D&D like stuff these guys run off of I think the 5th edition. So Okay, I'm going to be honest, that title not thinking it's, D&D. It's, it's not a BDSM podcast. Okay, that's exactly And that's part where of their I'm tagline. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so it's four dads from our world get sucked into the forgotten realms on a quest to save their lost sons. Very cool. Okay. It's um 
<laughs> I was straight. I was like, really? So um, there's a, a a bunch of people who are like they're celebrities in my mind just because I know them from things. Yeah. But uh, Anthony Birch, who's a video game plot writer. Okay. Um, if you remember the old YouTube channel, uh, Hey Ash, what you playing? He's on it. Oh, uh, that, nice. that's that's okay. his show with his sister. She guests on it eventually. Freddie Wong, who wrote Video Game High School or some stuff. like It's just a really good cast of people playing yeah. a hilarious game. Dad jokes give them inspiration, which gives them um, a chance to roll advantage on something. It's oh, so good. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's been going on for like two years, I think, now, yeah. and it's amazing. That's it. I that's... listened to the newest episode yesterday. It's fantastic. All right, I'll have to check that out. And um, it's D&D based, like it's, and it's just funny. Yeah, I'm going to love that. Um, they're all like super liberal people, mm -hmm. so like if you're not okay with woke culture, like you won't like it. Um, Wait, if you're not, oh, anti-woke. If you're anti-woke. Is that the like, thing, right? Anti-woke. Which I'm sort of anti-woke, but like whatever. Are you really? A little bit. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I just don't care, I think is actually what it is. Here's my problem is I haven't yet, even though I'm on Twitter and I'm paying attention, and in my head, here's here's my regard. Because I'm so new to politics, I'm never one to stand to to state my claim at all. Yeah, I don't um, uh part of me being a libertarian is this. Yeah. Where it's like I really don't care about a lot of things. That like, was kind of my David, point. David, if you decided your name was Darla and you wanted me to call you Darla, I'd call you Darla. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, that's it's fine. fine. Is it going to respect you more to call you by the name you want? Oh, well, I was going to bring this up. Can you call me Darla? No, <laughs> I'm like, fine with David. Like my, my, my name as a writer is J.S. Pitcher because Jeff is kind of lame. J.S. Pitcher sounds better. It's a better name. It sounds like an author. Yeah. It sounds like an author. So like if I'm uh, – okay – in the in the weird bizarro future where I'm a, like a Stephen King famous, mm -hmm. like if someone sees me and calls me JS, cool. It's, if they call me Jeff, that's also fine. But yeah. if I'm asking to be called JS because that's my professional name, I expect people to call me that. Yeah, I guess that. I understand that. So like, yeah, I, I understand the the gender dysphoria side of that, and I've got a bunch of trans friends anyway. Yeah, and I call them by the names they want me to call them. I think I think um I think I run in that same exact thing. I don't I don't although I do stand. <clears throat> this is controversial for anybody listening. I probably would. I do lean more towards uh, a Peterson realm of being like you can't make it illegal. Ooh, I don't I think don't, it should be illegal. I think that's where my line draws. Like, I think if you're a jerk and or if you're just inconsiderate of someone who's like, hey, can you just call me? If I I went by a nickname in college. And it wasn't had nothing to do with a nickname. It's just one thing I started at the end of high school. People sure. started calling me, and I went by it. So the idea of, like, a sound coming out of your mouth, like, it's not that hard. If you refuse to do it – now, now if you're like, hey, I want to be called JS, and I go, all right, Jeff. Oh, man, I'm, if you cancel me for saying, oops – um, Jeff, calling Jeff. Then I'm like, all right. So now we're in we're in a weird territory. Well, There's the, got to be a balance. Intent's a problem because intent. You can never yeah. really assume intent. I like to assume positive intent in anybody always. I have an interaction with. Yeah. I try to. Yeah, benefit um, of the doubt. But I'm human and I fail and I'm not always I'm not always able to do that. Yeah. But um, let's um. So like uh, this isn't their real name. My friend Jennifer. Right. Mm -hmm. I met them as Jennifer. Turns out. They were actually Jonathan okay. before. I met them in transition to Jennifer. Okay. They still went by Jonathan then. Now they go by Jennifer. Yeah. Turns out Jennifer was actually their middle name the entire time. Not that weird of a change. Not really. Um, it's a it's it's a struggle for me to remember to call them by well, it's it's not really fair because they're both both their first and middle names are are like um what's the term? Uh, unisex? Yeah, okay. So like they they could be used for either like um, like Ronnie Veronica yep. right, um, they're not going to get mad at me for accidentally calling them by the name they used to be. Dead yep. naming them, I think, is what the yeah, term is. Dead they're not going to get yep. mad about that because they know me. 
Yeah. They know my intent isn't negative. It yeah. might, but if someone, if if someone walks in and calls someone by their old name and they know for a fact that's their dead name, yeah, and they keep doing it and don't apologize, I don't think it should be illegal. But that person's still being being a jerk. I just think it's okay because you showed your you showed whatever color you want to show, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, like if, if you want to be a jerk, it shouldn't then, be illegal. They're yeah, just a jerk. A jerk. That's all. And, that but is. that's that gives. Here's my here's my and this is kind of where I. I find myself in a peculiar stance um, because I think I think exactly the same thing shouldn't be illegal. Um, I like the fact that people can be more open. I'm 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 a free speech guy. Like I and all the stuff going on now with like tech stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it should be open. Um, you should be able to do that because it shows more cards in your hand. And I think the more in my life, or at least in my perspective, anybody who shows me their cards, more of them the more benefit I have. I mean, I'm using a poker game as an analogy of life, which has a lot to do with it. All reds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that, But I like that. The more you expose yourself, and that goes for good and bad. Mm. The more you show me of it, I don't like the idea of being like, well, I'm thinking this, which is fine. Well, I'm not going to say it because I'd rather if you, and I'm not saying like a name thing. I'm saying if you, if you want to be a jerk, dude, be a jerk. If you want to be nice, then be nice. But the more you are what they are, the more I know about you, which I'm cool with yeah. because I get to – you're giving me cards to play with. And so that's how I normally think of it. But I'm also um, – even throughout the entire fall when, like, the electric election thing was going, um, I shouted out a few tweets. They were all innocuous. They, they could be taken in any – whatever you're reading it as from your perspective, mm-hmm. I would probably be agreeing with you or disagreeing with you however you looked at my tweet. Um, and I, I did that on purpose because I was – practicing i was seeing if i could i was seeing how well i could i think one of the tweets i said i said and it's not controversial by any means but it was the it was during the the vice president um the 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 debates between kamala 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 harris Harris and and, uh, what's his name i don't know the guy from gi joe pence pence yeah that's his name um, oh no, X Men. Sorry, X Men. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um, so I was watching the debate, and I tweeted out, um, "Anybody watching this vice president debate already knows who they're voting for." Totally innocuous. I'm not saying anything either. Just saying, like, we already know. Yeah. People are already sad. Like, no it, one's. It's good no one's to see what people are made of for sure. But that also gives me people can say things and be like, "Okay, now I can pick it up." But I, pra- the whole point of me was trying to practice being being innocuous. Uh, that's the right word, right? Maybe not. That might actually not be the right word. I have to get a dictionary out. You no, know, I think you might be right. Just I being so. un- people looking at and being like, I don't know how to. I don't know what he's. I know what he's saying, but I don't know where he's coming from. I can't tell a bias, unbiased kind of thing, um, kind of incognito mode of just being like, here's the thing. And I was just doing that strictly just to see if I could stir the pot a little bit. No, it wasn't even stir the pot. <laughs> it was me slipping in. I'm going to say something, and I want to see if it if people can if people are going to see it as like it could be anything. Stupid long rant. No, it makes sense though. And, and you're right. You're right about that too. But the reason I did that is because I I feel that way. Like everyone's like no everyone's, one's mind was changed from any of the debates. None of it. No, not no, really. I, I wasn't going to vote for either Biden or Trump, regardless yeah. of how the debates went. It was fun to watch them. Yeah. Um. It was. I didn't I, even watch them. I my favorite <laughs> bit was when Joe Biden was just kind of like, "Would you shut up, man?" <laughs> <laughs> that, see, now I feel like I missed out. I should have watched. That bit them. was good. You can find it on YouTube. I'm sure there's a highlights reel. Yeah. But like, uh... hey, so hopefully you've picked up on this that uh that I'm an artist. Um, that you most likely know. But what you might not know is I have a ton of artwork for sale up on my Etsy shop. So if you go to Etsy.com/slash/shop 
slash pardonwill. Um, you can check out all my work. I got prints and originals up there. But as a special thank you to all the listeners of this podcast, um, if you use promo code podcast at my shop, um, you'll get 10% off. Um, and if that's difficult to find, you can also go to my website, pardonwill.com, and there's a little tab there that has uh, prints and stuff like that. You can go and uh, scope out all my artwork. But yeah, just as a thank you for being a listener, and uh, and hopefully you enjoy this podcast, and hopefully you'll enjoy my art. So go to my Etsy. That's Etsy.com slash shop slash pardonwill, or my website, pardonwill.com, and use promo code podcast. The... Um yeah, man, that's one of the things about libertarianism that I really like is that we really are in the middle of a lot of things, but we're yeah. at the front of a lot of things. I think so too. Well, here's the thing I was going to say about libertarian. This is why I like it because I um, I'm not, I'm obviously not registered in any of those things, but I've I run in an art world. Like I have a lot of my friends are creative, a lot of artists, most liberal. Like they're in the liberal. But I come from Texas. My family is conservative, like through and through. Like when did you leave Texas? Uh, I've left Texas multiple times. How many times have I? You should ask. How many times have I left? Texas? When, when did you first leave Texas? First in 2011. And you don't have any trace of an accent at all. Oh, because I wasn't raised in Texas. Oh, okay. uh, I was raised all over the country. Well, I was okay. like Connecticut, Georgia. Well, I mean, Texas. I'm from Staten Island then. So oh, okay, I get that. But I I never picked up accents. Um, I just you have non-regional diction because you were raised in different places. I think that's what that it is. Sense. Yeah, I have non-regional diction as well because I decided not to call creeks cricks. Cricks here. Um, I actually there is a weird if I when I first moved to Texas as a kid I got uh, made fun of because I pronounced um like a writing pen pen. Is it a pen? It's a pen. A pen. They call it a pen, pen there, don't they? No, they call it a pan. Pan. A pan. Pan. You mean a pan, David? Like, no, it's Do a pen. Do you call them sneakers or tennis shoes? Do I call them sneakers or tennis shoes? I think I call them tennis shoes. I call them sneakers. I think I do. I have to really think about that. There's not, there's, that's a cool game to play. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Pop or soda? Oh, soda. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I'm Coke. From, I'm not from the Midwest. Yeah, mostly Coke. <laughs> Coke. Actually, Coke is what the What kind of Coke one. you want? A Mountain Dew. Thanks. Yeah, that's normally where I run. Yeah. But what I was saying is, like, I don't, I never fell in. And from being in the I like this position because I, uh, like, on the podcast I listen to, I can listen to a Ben Shapiro and then listen to the Young Turks back to back. Dude, I can't listen to Ben Shapiro or the Young Turks. <laughs> I actually, I'm at the point where it's difficult, but I, li- I like Jimmy Dore and I like Tim Pool. Like, these are political podcasts and I, I can do this. Like, I used to listen to Shapiro like years ago, like 2015. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, man, I don't know. He, he ignores some societal norms but then he'll but then he'll go with those societal norms like for example um he's meeting a trans person for dinner somewhere he'll call that person a she Mm -hmm. even though his intellectual um convictions that person's a biological male but he'll refer to them as a girl yeah so those people around him will like know who he's talking about Mm -hmm. that seems contradictive it seems like he's not sticking to his guns in public. Okay, so I'm not saying he should. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even talking about that particular thought. Yes, you could be right, but that's the thing about. That's it's the, one of the reasons to stop listening to him. That's all. But I no, mean. that's I agree, and that's that's the thing about. Um, I like I like having that spectrum, and I don't know why people don't. Uh, it confuses me sometimes because people are like, no, I would never listen to Jimmy Dore. People like, love their echo chambers. And I think that's it. I like it because when I listen to Ben Shapiro, I can listen to him. He's he's just a nerd. Like I, like, I know this kid in high school. He talks like, about politics like I can talk about Star Trek. So I, I know. like, that. And I get it. Like I hear, I hear what he's saying. But I also know like I've I, because I have that spectrum, I can hear him talk about an instance and go, 
you're not wrong on that, but you're leaving this this much out. And I can listen to you know the Young Turks be like, you're leaving this out, and you're leaving, and I can take this wide spectrum of information and go, okay, now I can build build what I best think is true. A lot of it is the 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 confrontationalism behind it. Like a lot of it's very like it's all about starting fights. I know. Well, I had that my recent episode on the podcast was thirty minutes of me ranting about Twitter and and how it it's high school extended. And I I always thought that we grew up like I was like when I become an adult, um, people don't act like petty in high school where they pick totally up, and they like do. That. And so I've started like Twitter when I get on it, I'm literally going, this person has a PhD and they're acting like a child. Do you still look at people that are like your parents' age as adults, and you still as a kid? Because like I do that once in a while where I'm like I need like I, I'm going to talk to an adult oh goddamn oh thirty five yeah. years old I can see what you're saying right absolutely I need to talk to someone who's fifty and wiser than me absolutely yeah, not that my parents are only fifty they're a good deal older yeah, than that yeah. but I work with a guy who's fifty and every day I go dude one day I'm going to figure out what I want to be when I grow up I always tell him that because I'm I'm constantly because he he thinks it's funny um, but that's yeah I, yeah I'm pretty sure I do yeah, I think I know what I want to do when I grow up maybe I, I haven't figured that one out yet. I <laughs> just write books. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me and you were on the same page. But I mean, how do you feel about that? The split? Do you like that? The idea? And I think that's to me as a as a person who I'm not gonna say I'm smart, but I, I I'd spend some time in thought. And so when I first was like, I'm gonna I wanna dip into this political thing. I don't know what your IQ is, but it would give you wisdom for sure. I'll take that. Like you would get a plus five on a wisdom roll. Yeah, but a negative four on intelligence. Eh. That's not fair. Okay. Negative force pretty rough. I'm also <laughs> <laughs> that's rough for anybody. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's my 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 idea was like if I'm gonna do this, I know bias exists. I've seen it in people. I've I've seen close friends who have been like, Trump is is this, and be like, all right, hold on a second. Like I know a ton of people who voted for Trump, and they're not, they hate all these things that you would hate too about it. But there's certain things about it. Where it's like, are, are are you sure he's are you sure he's are you sure he's the devil? Like, are you positive? Like and I don't I don't know because I didn't I never knew this stuff but I was like I know people who and a lot of people I know that voted for Trump like they might not know all about the policies and they overlook I oh, mean a ton. like any any the thing evangelical of, Christian which is the world that I came blows up in, my mind any of them who voted for him like the, you you're compromising everything you stand for I by mean, voting for him there's and yeah. the 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 outright and I understand like the theology behind it well you know when you ask for repentance uh, and you ask Jesus into your heart you're saved and I was like all right. Hold on. We're, are we putting all cards on the table and saying this guy got baptized like a week after he became president? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm also not- hired a woman to be a spiritual advisor, which <sighs> is against most evangelical a, people. But- I mean, we're not even talking about his comments when he comes off a bus. Okay. Like, like this stuff is, or who he pays to keep quiet. Like, it's to me to be like, oh, there is no. And most all Trump people, like every Trump person I know, every person I know that voted for Trump are like, guy's character's garbage. Um, and they're not voting them for because they're evangelical. Now, I see them. I see the evangelicals. I don't know any of those people. Uh, so um, you don't live out here. So if you lived mm-hmm. out here, you would see a bunch of people who are on the Trump train. Oh, I see that because I work out in, in the rural areas. So I see it all the time. And I have you know friends on Facebook. I see Facebook. So Oh, and I know a bunch. I know some young people doing the same thing. We had a parade the 4th of July on the lake. That was just everyone on their boat. You guys did Trump that too? Legs. Well, I didn't do no, it. No, I mean, Austin did that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was so, the same thing in so Austin. We had the Sacandaga Lake right up the road. Yeah. And like, there were like, I don't even know how many boats, but like a bunch of boats with their Trump flags just like rolling them across the lake just yeah. for hours at a time. We did a podcast in here while it was happening because we just didn't care. You should have did the podcast out there. Uh, and I don't want to interview people. I didn't want to be on like 
anyone's camera. Or oh anything. yeah, good I point. didn't want to look like I was supporting it. But yeah, like the people out here and some of the people out in the rural areas where you might work, some of them are like Trump cult, kind of. That's no, what I call it. But I like, agree. Yeah. yeah, I would say there is definitely that. Yeah, like the the QAnon people and the people yeah. that cap, like stormed the Capitol. Like, yeah, the, the people out here aren't going to do that. But they're like, no, Trump is Trump's America. It's not Biden's America. Now I have my own problems with Biden and Kamala. Yeah, well, Biden. here's my thing. And this always goes back to this is why I find myself politically obscure because I'm definitely not either side. Because when I look at stuff, I'm like, okay, how how do you find a messiah in any of these people? Not saying like look at their track. I'm just saying in people in general, especially if they're in politics. I remember people are terrible. When I was a kid. There was like two things that people always said were were bad people or like snitches or rats. There are lawyers and politicians. You yes. never trust either one. And snitches get stitches. The golden did, rule. When did that change? When did it? I, I remember growing up being like, never trust a politician. And uh, then all of a sudden, everyone's like, this politician's gonna save my life. This, you know, like this, this sounds sort of um, conspiracy theory esque, but as the idea of socialism has gotten more popular in America after the Cold War, yeah, maybe. Um, you think that's it? Well, because people are putting more of their faith in. The government. Yeah. Now, that's completely contrary to the way I think. I think the government mishandles everything. I worked for the state government for long enough to know yeah. how poorly things are handled I mean, there. you can go to the DMV and get a firsthand. Like, I'm not on anything to work there. They're yeah. stuck in this. I would say local local it. government does a great job. Like, our, our village, like, their, their trash pickup, yeah. they're plowing our roads. Like, everything they do is, a, they do a very good job in like, where I am locally. But that's a libertarian stance. It's not, an, we're not anarchists. No, we're not anarchists. And that's one of the biggest problems. People think that libertarians are anarcho-capitalists yeah. where they're like it doesn't matter the free market the okay. free market is our our deity and we worship at the feet of the yeah. golden calf at wall street i love that there's a i love that there's a golden yeah. cow statue for yeah, wall street golden bull. Yeah. like could you that's could perfect you, could you not make it more biblical yeah like thank you for that that was really good uh not saying i don't have stocks i do <laughs> but um <laughs> The uh, we're not anarcho capitalists. We yeah. don't think the free market is the 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 be all end all of how to make the country work. Yeah. We just believe in less regulation. Yeah. Like I don't think the government has a reason to be in your your wallet, your bedroom, your gun cabinet, anything. Yeah. Like you should be able. To, like we're trying to end the drug war. Yeah. And like, am I gonna go do heroin? No. Yeah. Someone else can if they want to. Yeah. Then we run into the problem of okay, well now they need to get care for it because now they're overdosing. Should well, the government pay for that? No. We'll see. Oh, sorry. So that is actually you got to use the microphone. Yeah, you have to actually use it. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I think that's that's kind of. I mean, we were supposed to be talking about liberty. We pretty much are, but isn't local government's kind of the big libertarian thing anyway? It all comes down. To, and I kind of think that's. I don't even mind regulation, even if it's extreme on a local level. If your if your village wants to be a socialist village where everyone who lives yeah, in this, what time, if I don't want to be a socialist then you move. in that village? That's my problem. Is no, you that's move? That's not fair. I already bought my house. You're gonna you're gonna uproot me and you're gonna make me move. Yeah, I have my whole business here. Okay, a hurricane could take this out. <laughs> yeah, a hurricane hitting up here. Well, I'm just saying, and hypothetically, <laughs> yeah, in the mountains. The idea of being like, oh, well, I live here, but I mean. I still, I uh, maybe maybe that's because I'm so nomadic. Like I'm like, oh yeah, if I don't want to be here, I won't be here. I um maybe that's that's probably my fault, my own, because I was always I've always felt that. It's not your fault. It's just your like opinion. That's all that is. What does the people say now? It's my truth. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. I that hate is. it. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, I just I just I would say your reality, but not your truth. Like yeah. reality is interpreted by whoever is experiencing it. Yeah. No. No. I understand truth. the phrase. The phrase is perfectly fine. The word truth is just a Wrong. weird. Just a not way of putting that. Yeah. Um, 
Which I mean, that could offend people. Like, well, me, there's that whole listen to her truth thing about all of these sexual uh, sexual assault allegations that come out about whoever's in the spotlight now. Like, Joss Whedon is getting into it again too. Yeah. Um, now, I like Joss Whedon's work. I love Firefly. Uh, you've done some Firefly artwork, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love I love Firefly. I love the first Avengers movie. Like, I really like Joss's work. Turns out he's a He's a shitty human. Well, I mean, this is a totally different concept, but can you take, can you remove the person, the artist from the art and still enjoy the art? I haven't like watched Firefly in a while because I don't need to. I could probably recite all of it right now. Yeah. But I'd still enjoy Firefly, even though Joss Whedon was a part of it. Well, I, I, here's, here's where I come into that, that whole thing. Like, can you, can you separate? I was in a Goodwill the other day. No, the other day. It was like a year ago. It was, I think it was the Salvation Army. And they had records there. And I was flipping through them. And three of the records were Bill Cosby. And I was like, can you sell this? And I immediately thought, like, wait, I bet you like, I bet you people still watch the Cosby show. You know, for Cosby versus Joss, there's a... There's a there's I'm not a relating there. them. I'm not... I'm not. I'm saying the point, can you take the art and separate from the artist? It depends on the situation. Because, like, with Dr. Huxtable, Dr. Huxtable was this, like, oh, whoa, wow, look at this really well-established black family in yeah. Philadelphia. I don't remember. Um, whatever city it was, like a really well. Family Matters was Philadelphia. I can't remember. There should have been a crossover there. <laughs> there should have. Yeah. Um, but like, it's a really well-established black family in whatever city it is, and it was a good show. And he yeah. was like the dad to a lot of people. Yeah. Now the Cosby Show was already syndicated in reruns. Like by the time I was watching it, but there's a certain like, oh wow, wholesome family feeling attached to it. Yeah. So now you have your wholesome family dad drugging dates yeah that's a problem now you have like buffy or joss or uh, buffy or firefly or anything that joss we made dollhouse for example i, I know a lot of this stuff yeah. but um it it's not directly correlated to joss's character like it is to cosby's character because he wasn't an actor in it, exactly so like if you can see those things showing up in the show, then sometimes you maybe you can't separate those. Two but that's actor specific, and you have to think like, what is an actor? It's literally someone pretending to be someone else. Yeah, it's playing pretend. I was so, okay at it as so a kid. Why is and that's my problem with art. Like, here's my other thing: if you enjoy any amount of art, um, that person you think that's creating it is not a saint. And I'm not saying they're drugging no. people or they're doing what Joss Whedon no, did. People dig hard enough into my my life, they'll be like, "Oh man, he had a couple girlfriends in high school." Yeah, and well, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, wh- who do you think these people? Who do you think everyone is? And I have I have well into I I always assume the benefit of the doubt for everyone. Like, yeah. I always give everyone uh, the benefit always of the assuming doubt. positive intentions. Always. Yeah. Um, but I'm not dumb, and I also know that even if I'm assuming your intent, or your moment, and your action at this point in time is honorable, um, I'm also not going to pretend like you you're you were you're Christ incarnate. Like, it's just right. not going to happen. The, pr- the problem I'm not saying, them. like I said, I'm not assuming, I, when I hear about, like, there's recently a person I really looked up to found out he did a ton of awful stuff and it broke, like, devastated me. Yeah. Um, and I felt, I felt mad because I was, like, this, it affected me personally. Sure. Not like his actions, but just like in the, the aftermath of what was going on. Yeah. It messed me up and, and, but, I, so I can't, I can't go back and listen to anything he's ever done. Um, because I know it's tainted. Like, I know I can sure. hear it in the back. But that doesn't mean I can't tell people they can't either. Right. Like, I, I still tell people to watch Firefly. Like, yeah. I'm like, you need to watch the show. It, it, like, it, tur- it, like, it changed my life. Like, kind of did. Like, I think about the show every day. Yeah, I can watch Firefly and not even know it's Joss Whedon made it. Right. Yeah. The, thing, the thing with Joss, though, is that he was such an outspoken feminist that what comes out that he's treating women oh, like geez. shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- then it becomes a little more of a problem. That's a, that is a big issue. Yeah. Um, I think I think I like 
I don't know. I don't know where I stand on half the stuff, but I do. I do think a libertarian seems to fall more in line the, with how I assume life should, life or society should be governed. Would be in that form or fashion, right? Yeah. But, you, you, like um, you you see the no step on snack flag. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, so we have a real gagging flag around too, but that's the funny meme version. That's the of funny it. one. The, the you can boil down the libertarian world into don't tread on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. The gagging flag is the don't tread on me rattlesnake. Like, if people don't know what that is, uh, don't tread on anyone. Yeah. Like, nothing I do should affect your daily life. Yeah. Um, I also, like, yeah, taxation is theft to an extent. I get it. But, like, I just want to know where my money goes. Actually, that was going to bring that up. I think if I had a taxation policy, like, people, I think that's why I like local government. So if I paid, uh, obviously, there's a federal tax, but at least local. Like, I want to, I want to, and you would, you could vote with your, I mean, that sounds bad. You could vote with your dollar. Um, no, you vote with your dollar, though. I want to know where do. money goes. Like, I want to know where it goes. Yeah. What if you had a say-so in it? So if people are like, I want to defund the police. Well, you could literally pay your tax and say, not a single this goes there. I actually, or vice I versa. I had a proposition like this a while ago where it was like, hey, how about when you do your taxes at the end of the year, you have a checklist of 20 things and you can pick where it goes. Yeah. And like 10% of it, whatever, will still go to a slush fund that the government can use in case everyone's idiots. Yeah. And that's fine too. Well, that also, but that, that that's kinda, not necessarily a libertarian standpoint, but you know what I mean. I don't think it solves any problems, but if you take like people who are pro choice versus pro life, um, and I, I understand like the far extreme, and the, my biggest contingency was probably, I think, what you said about being pro choice is great, but um, is, is it so everyone should pay for that? And that's when it's government funded. That's when it becomes socialism. I don't necessarily agree with any idea of the government paying for anything. I, that's And that's kind of where I stand. But now, if it was if it was separate, you could bring this up to Charlie, see what he thinks too. But if it was, if it was broken down to being like, okay, I pay my taxes. And at this, I, wanna, I, I want my, some of my taxes to go towards abortion. If a bunch you of people put their money towards um, like reproductive health, then if the money's there for it, then sure. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Couldn't you solve the... I mean, or I keep thinking like because you put your money where your mouth is. is Yeah, that that whole thing, that whole thing. And I think I think the idea. This is why I was super stoked to talk to you is because obviously, even now that Biden's president, it's not like our political scene has gone anywhere. It's changed. Like people are still divided. We still have people in ice camps. Yeah, Uh, we nothing. We have a we have a vice president who who put more black guys in jail for weed possession. Yeah. Then, then release them yeah, when she was a prosecutor. You, you can't say stuff like that. Why not? I don't know. Oh, that's what I, I did. hear. So <sighs> we're gonna cancel David yeah. Lilly. If if you could cancel me, that says something. I did something right. Someone listened. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think. I think that's my one fault not being able to be canceled is because no one's paying attention. Um, also, but uh, like I said, I'm pretty. I'm pretty milk toast uh, and and falling in line on where I'm going. So um, yeah, I mean, I I I I I could probably sit and have this conversation. For like hours of me just going, okay, how about this, up this? But I think, I think it's I wanted to just sit down and chat with somebody about it because I don't talk politics, and I was gonna do that here coming up. Like I had a person I was gonna talk to about some political stuff that leans super far left. Oh, do it. Oh, I was planning yeah. on it. Um, end up not working out. But I was like, well, I've never done this before, and I also don't want to sound like a complete idiot. So I was like, let me do a little more. Let me get a little bit more established. And I was like, hey, I can talk to Jeff and Charlie and kind of feel out maybe a little bit more where I because people ask me all the time, like, well, what do you, how do you feel about this? I'm like, man, honestly, I have not spent enough time to develop a good answer. I mean, that's that's all right though. Like my, if someone asks me like where I'm at, I'm like, I just want everyone to be left alone. <laughs> well, that's because I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Like that's all I want is I just want to be left alone. And I, I mean, I had um, I have a a big. 
yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where else to go from there. I think I think that's I guess I would be technically a libertarian. Um, I think I would be a low L. What would you say? We've, I mean, I didn't share oh, a ton uh, of my views. Where I'm, would you, am I? What is what is the low L large L? Is that left leaning or right leaning? Oh, like no, it's like a, I'm a libertarian, but I'm not a card carrying libertarian. Like I agree with most of it, but little not L. all of it. Okay, yeah. So like, that's I probably where I'm like, at. Like for example, like uh, I don't think any random guy should be able to own any kind of weapon. For yeah. example. Like, there should be some kind of a background check in there. Like, I used to work for an agency that did that. That was kind of the job. I have a, vet, a better idea for it than most people would ever yeah. be okay with. But um, I also know more about guns than most people, too. That was my whole job. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a lowercase libertarian, lowercase L libertarian. Yeah. That's what I call myself. I don't know if that's a normal thing, but that's kind of where I'm at because I don't agree with the whole policy. Now, that's where we run into a split with libertarians. I'll get yeah. I'll get spit on because I'm not libertarian enough yeah uh, well, i mean which, that's in every party oh yeah but that's why the libertarians have never made it into the major parties actually i think there's another reason why and this we haven't piece. hit five percent in the popular vote in the country no no that would get us federal funding i think it's more of a philosophy behind it um here's where and this is what one of the reasons why i want to get your opinion on this um one of the reasons is and i think because i mean you have like republican and democrat the two-party system because people in these particular groups from what i've seen not i'm speaking on my own like this is my observation um because it's it's, it's your truth yeah uh, exactly um <laughs> but because it's designed like a trap like these are stances here and these are stances here um and even if you don't if you don't d- agree with all of the stances or whatever you're still in that category and it's very much a group think like a collective it's a collective libertarian at its core is individualism Yes. And so how do you take a bunch of people who are like, I just want to be left alone, to come together is <laughs> not going to work. They're never going to be anything because unless people are finally – unless there's a centrist party or whatever that might be. Well, that was like the the idea of the independence party. Like uh, Ralph Nader, for example, got like 20-something percent of the vote one time as oh, an nice. independent. Oh, OK. And, um, and it was – crazy that a third party candidate would ever make that much without actually getting any real recognition yeah. for it yeah um i mean but, I, that to me that's what made the most sense of being like okay i understand why libertarians would number one fight because they're all super individual they're not they're not coming together in collect they're not in an echo chamber because they're not in any chamber they're yep. just loading chambers i guess <laughs> i guess the only way to put it because um, they like to hunt and stuff like that. Um, right, yeah. We all like our guns and yeah. hunting. Yeah, because yeah, that's a libertarian thing. I don't even have a hunting license. I, don't, I, I don't, think don't, hunting licenses are wrong, too. I'm I, just kidding. I don't even have a gun, so... <laughs> Not one? Not one. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. You're I mean, very I, safe here. Don't worry. Well, I mean, I mean, I could, should, probably shouldn't put that out, but... <laughs> I mean, what are you going to come? I mean, the, uh, it's not like anyone knows where you live. <laughs> that's true. No one knows, and no one cares. No one cares. So they can come steal my thirty dollars microphone, <laughs> my podcasting equipment. This is what you get. Um, but yeah, I don't. And so I'm not like I would never be a big L because I'm just I'm I'm. And as much as I enjoyed like listening to you guys talk about libertarian and, and following these political podcasts and spending time on following people and seeing their commentary on Twitter and stuff like that, um, it's still. I'm only doing it to kind of well-round myself out and be like, well, maybe let, let's see what this is going to – like what we talked about, like all the things connecting to other different things. Yeah. And so I, I want to be an intelligent person, and it's weird for me to have this black hole that is politics in my life that I never spend time even looking into. Yeah, sure. So I was like, let's light that, let's light that up a little bit and kind of get there. Um, I'm going to be honest, man, and, and I, 
this will probably get probably this one of the podcasts will probably get the most listens because it's a political podcast, or at least it, I'm going to put libertarian in somewhere in there. Sure. Um, and probably put something about politics because people love that stuff, and oh, I'm yeah. just people I, eat it right up. They love people love division. That's just is that what it is? Maybe yeah, that's yeah, what do. it is. And like libertarians, like you said, like w- we can't agree on anything. Yeah. Um, and it's I, I'm of a mind where it's like, okay, the libertarian it, it, the libertarian party is close enough to what i think yeah. that it makes sense to me okay so that yeah. i'm like okay i'll be i'll vote libertarian then that's fine i do like being able to to cast my votes as a republican in the um in my local in my state level yeah. things um a, a friend of mine ran excuse me a friend of mine ran for a state senate as a republican of course, I'm going to vote for him in the primary because yeah. he was going to be primarying against another candidate. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wasn't a registered Republican. Yeah, that's a good point. He lost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you live in New York, man. Yeah, well, he lost. Well, he lost to a Republican in the primary and then the oh, Republican you're talking about primary won. Stuff. Well, he, the, the, the person who won the primary still won. Okay, gotcha. He was yeah, that guess, particular senator's I guess like, when you, hand-picked person. I guess for primaries, when the only people on the thing ballot are Republicans, a, a Republican's going to win. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. It would be weird and if like, they didn't. I don't really like the dude that won. He's representing mostly like Saratoga and Schenectady County. We don't yeah. get a lot of representation out here. Yeah. Um, but, but whatever. We don't really need it. I just want to be left alone. Yeah, and I think yeah. – I mean that that's kind of where I always looked at these this two party system and this is what I was going to say like I've I've kind of paid attention to politics um and I don't know if this has some were you ever into sports like watching sports not playing them so um basketball's the one where they kick the ball okay. around that makes sense yeah basketball no dude you're I, totally wrong they score I, touchdowns I actually so. know all I know all of the rules regarding sports and I know who the teams are and stuff but I, I don't enjoy it no. here's the thing with basketball that I enjoy the most um <clears throat> The only person who can like touch the ball with their hands is the goalie, and so that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious for a no, second. No, I did like, that on oh, purpose. Wait a minute. Okay. Um, so I'm, this, a, I'm a Manchester United fan. If I have to pick one, if you have to see, I can't yeah. even pick. People are like, "What's your favorite sports team?" If I tell you one, I might not know what sport. <sighs> okay, it is. Yankees. Fine. Yeah, I'm from New York City. Like originally, to, what do you want? Um, and no one likes the Mets. And I, and I used to I used to. Oh, my door's open. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I'll just explain. I used to I used to bartend, and uh, one of the big things of being at a bar and attending bar is people want to talk sports because they're watching sports. And so I always had to pretend I liked whatever team they liked. Um, so I got used to that. But honestly, and I think this has to do with with Canada because it's a weird. Tri- I know tribalism gets thrown around, like, but it's it's real. Like people oh, really real. get into that. Yeah. And so I would say the closest thing I have to a tribe is like Marvel versus DC. Um, that's the only way. But honestly, I still watch the Batmans. I love those. Like, Yo, if, if if DC made good movies, maybe I'd be a DC fan. Man, well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> but that also comes down when I see a Republican candidate, I'm like, hey, that he said something. I like that, you know, and or a Democrat. And I'm like, hey, well, I like got that. Somebody too. like Rand Paul, who's pretty much a libertarian, but he's a yeah. Republican and on a Republican ballot. And there's some Republicans from like, God, I can't stand. And same thing on the other side. And even this, this like pre- we like we've got Mitch McConnell, but they've got Chuck Schumer. They're the same person. They are. They're literally attached if you spin mitch mcconnell it's just chuck schumer on the backside. it's like voldemort on the back of i don't remember his name which one's which it's two voldemorts <laughs> smacked together like back to back yeah um but that's my i think that comes down to and this is where i'm getting to it's like now that everyone's loves politics and i've i've really tried my best to dive deep into like political theory and what people are feeling 
Um, and I feel like I've hit full circle of being like, oh, you guys don't really care. You just really like being against something. Like you, you just like find fitting in somewhere, you know, you got to fit in or you, and you like, you, and that's the thing about Twitter. I was like, you're all children dunking. Like this is, this is the bully giving this kid a wedgie just on a text based on the internet. Like this is, this is child stuff, right? Am I, and that I, I still can't get over that of just being like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't even see what's the point of even paying attention to it anymore. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at now, too. So I started really paying attention in 2015 because I, I already had was already registered as a, as a Republican. I already voted, and I voted for Obama one year, and I voted for uh, Romney the other year. Like, whatever. Like, it's fine. I, I, I live in New York. Yeah. My presidential vote doesn't matter. Yeah. And this is one of the things that people don't really realize about third parties. Um, I, I mentioned it briefly before. If a third party gets 5% of the popular vote in the country, that party can receive federal funding. Like, you know when you do your yeah. taxes and like, hey, do you want to put $3 towards the whatever? Yeah. That $3 or whatever it is goes toward, like, election funds. Yeah, and campaigning and stuff like that. That federal funding can then be given to a third party if that third party gets 5% in the popular vote. The That's the point. So the Green Party is like the socialist kind of world but they don't want to really call themselves that yeah it's a naughty word exactly and the libertarians are like the republican response to that is kind of how oh. i look at it oh, okay so it's another two different that's, tribes that's just how i look at it that's not how it really is oh, okay but like um a lot of people will look at libertarianism as just republicans that like to smoke weed yeah. and like yeah. most of them like to smoke weed <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's not perfect. really what they are yeah um charlie for example came from the democratic side Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Charlie, the co-host of Charlie's Angle, you can listen to us. Whatever. Yeah, go check out Charlie's fun. Angle on all podcasting platforms. Uh, so he came from the Democratic side. I came from the Republican side, and we met in the middle. Oh, very cool. Um, now I've been apparently I've been a libertarian this whole time because uh, I didn't. I just didn't know that. Well, see, that was my stance. I'm, I I didn't know I was until I'm starting, and I don't still don't technically know if I am. I'm did, just sort did, of did kind you, of feeling it out. Did you watch the show Parks and Recreation? Oh, I love Parks and okay, Recreation. Okay, so. I, I it's a Ron Swanson. I learned about the yeah. character Ron Swanson. I'm like, well, this dude's clearly a farce because it's fiction. Yeah. But like, I agree with a lot a of lot that. A lot of slash it. Yeah, slash yeah. shit. All of that. I was like, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah. But like, he also realizes in the show that like, the government does have a purpose. Yeah. We're not anti-government. Yeah. We're anti-control. Uh, we we want to see transparency in things. Limited government. Yeah, limited. It, like, as like, small as possible. I, like, um... We should live in a world, and this is this is a this is a good way to to um to kind of like tie it up in a bow, I guess, or like yeah. a trash bag, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, um, Perfect. So we had President Trump, and he had a ton of power as the president. Yeah. Okay. Well, before him, it was Barack Obama. He had a ton of power. He has a pen and a phone, as yeah. he said, using executive action. Now we have Biden. I don't think the government, the federal government in particular, should be powerful enough to enact any change against my life. Yeah. So I don't think whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, I don't care who it is, none of them should have any power to exercise over the way I live my life. Okay. Yeah. Period. Unless I'm hurting somebody. Yeah. Now I own guns. Well. Yeah. I'm not a gun nut. Some people might think I am, but have you seen any of my guns, David? Yeah, yeah. I, you've been here for hours. Yeah. You haven't even like robbed me or anything. I don't even there might be a box of ammo around here. I'm not sure Maybe. where. Maybe. I I think I put it away actually. All I think I used it as an ashtray. Actually. All my guns are locked know. up. Like my guns are locked up unless I'm going to carry them somewhere or yeah. use them. Like yeah. that—that's the way that is. Because I'm smart about it. I'm not saying everyone has to be that way, but that's the way I am. Yeah. My dad was a firearms instructor. What do you want? Yeah. Exactly. 
I have guns. I'm not expecting you to own guns. Well, you well you're not going to force me to own a gun. No, but this is this is something that's a super controversial thing that nobody would ever agree to. If healthcare is a right <sighs> and guns are a right, guns are a right. Shouldn't the government buy my gun for me? Exactly. Yeah. If and and I know no one would ever agree to this. There's some nuance to that. Uh, I think the nuance is more on the gun side than it is on the healthcare because I don't know how healthcare can be a right. Well, I mean, you, you, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Like, okay, being healthy does help being happy. But here's the thing. I haven't had, like, health insurance <clears throat> yeah. in years. No, I, I'm not saying I disagree with health care being, not being a right. I'm just saying when you when you toss – this is what I always hear paying attention. People toss that word right around a lot. I was like, well, I mean, the Bill of Rights is kind of just being like you are an autonomous being – and we can't really do much on that unless you break these particular these things. But yeah. our job isn't here to tell you what you can't do. Our job is here to say that we can't do this. It's yes. really a law towards themselves. If, if they really want to make health care a right, pass an amendment. That I mean, that would make sense, right? They need three-quarters of the states to agree yeah. to it, and they, that'll never happen. <clears throat> but here's the other thing. Like, health care... And I listen to people talk about all of the nuance behind healthcare is right. I, I am also not an expert on healthcare. Like you don't really know politics, like you said. I don't know healthcare know? either. I don't know healthcare. I have no idea. Like, what healthcare. I pay for stuff out of pocket. My wife has has good health insurance. I don't because I'm self employed. Yeah. Yep. I tried to afford it, and then the like economic collapse destroyed us this year. Yeah. I was hoping to get all my guys healthcare, but that just didn't happen. I mean, I think, and I, I just I don't know how I feel about the whole. Because my problem is like, what if? How do you? I guess you can say a doctor has to treat. They have to. If you go, if you go to a hospital and you're injured, like you broke an arm, they can't refuse you because you don't have insurance. An emergency room has to treat you and stabilize you and then release you. Okay, and so I think at that point in time, is that that is the extent of healthcare? I have no. Is that r- what that is? I have no right to expect you to tend to me. Uh, I, I have no. Um, what's the word? Um, I don't deserve your service just because I exist. Well, see, that's kind of the point of a right. Like, your right is what you, you're allowed to do, not what someone else has to do it's for you. It's right? effectively slavery if you really push it you to its extreme. can't force occupation. So if exactly. healthcare is a right, then someone's a healthcare provider. You can't force that and be like, well, it's my right mm-hmm. to, to have healthcare, so you have to do this for me. So I, I would rather have a single-payer system like Medicare for All that yeah. Bernie has put forward. Like, yeah. and, and first off, Bernie lost a ton of respect from me when he didn't vote on something he was supposed to be really passionate yeah. about last <clears> year. <throat> I don't even remember what the issue was because I, I didn't either. care about it. But he said he cared about it and then didn't vote. Yes or yeah. no. So, like, his vote kind of killed it. Whatever. But um, I-, I would prefer a Medicare for All system instead of this nightmare that we had as far as, like, the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. I tried to get health care through the Affordable Care Act, and it was cheaper for me to not have yeah. health care. And pay the fine. Didn't have to the pay the fine. If you can't afford it, they don't force they you to pay the fine. I didn't have to. Yeah, it was the same thing. I exactly. Yeah. And, but, like, okay, I was pe- I was spending, like, um, what was it, $400 a month, I think. They don't take into consideration student loans with your income. Yeah. So they didn't really give us that much aid. Yeah. So, like, we were making... I don't remember how much it was now, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can give you this much aid. You're still going to have to pay $400 a month for catastrophic health care. That means I have to get cancer yeah. before yeah. my health care kicks in. So if I have to yeah. go to the doctor for a strep throat or I have to go to the doctor for anything, I'm paying for all of that out of pocket still. Yeah. So it was $14,000 for my deductible. Jeez. $14,000. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm paying eight grand a year. Or whatever on top it was. of fourteen thousand, and then have to pay fourteen before my insurance kicks in. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that I'm makes no just sense. gonna save my money. Yeah. and like buy a house. Yeah. So I fucking bought a house. Yeah, they're, they're perfect. And now I have perfect. money in savings, yeah. and I've I've spent. Um, I, I talked about the 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 wisdom tooth thing. Yeah, like 
I've spent like 90 bucks so far. Yep. And like when I get the wisdom tooth taken out, it's going to be $1,400, whatever. I only have one wisdom tooth. It's not it that bad. It takes that much money to get a wisdom tooth out? It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but like oh. it's only one. And honestly, like it it might not be that bad of a surgery because it's kind of close to the to the gum. So oh, okay. Yeah. it might not be that complicated of a procedure. It might be less. I, uh, I actually got lucky. Here's a little personal information real quick. Um, I had a bad tooth in the back and it broke and I uh, ended up getting it pulled. And then, like three years later, a wisdom tooth grew in that spot. So well, that's like, what I'm hoping for. Perfect. Like, my wisdom tooth. <laughs> Look at that. I'm wisdom, like Wolverine. I just regenerate. <laughs> my, well, that's what wisdom teeth are for. Yeah. It's an evolutionary process. Yeah. So, like, I um, or that's what they think it's for. Like, that's so yeah. my wisdom tooth. Um, I also have a thing called trigeminal neuralgia. I have no idea what that is. Right, it's a big word. There's another one called tic douloureux. It's the same thing. Yep, still lost. Yeah, it's French. It's weird. Um, so the trigeminal nerve comes up behind the ear. And then mm-hmm. it branches off to like the temple, the cheekbone, and the lower jaw. Yeah. So trigeminal neuralgia just means my face hurts all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Oh, that's awful. So um, there's two. There's atypical. Your face hurts me too, though. So I don't know. I have I a face sh- for radio. I sh- I share <laughs> We're that, not doing this thing. on video for a reason. Didn't we just talk about how we look exactly alike? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <Yeah. laughs> You're like my older brother, but I think I'm. I think you might be older than me. It's just the beard length. You're born in June, you said? July. July? You're older than me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, by a month. It's just the beard length, yep. though. Yeah, yeah. You're more regal than I am, That's for sure. Is. Stoic. Uh, but yeah, the uh, like, so my face always hurts. That's sucks. Um, well, there's a medication I can take for it, but like, it's not so bad that I have to. Yeah. Sometimes I get attacks and it's bad. So like, my wisdom tooth is giving me all this trouble, and I figured it was just my neuralgia acting up. And I was like, well, all right, I need to like, I just need to. Take some some painkillers and no big deal. And like it didn't go away and my face started swelling. Oh, I'm God. like, okay, something else is wrong. Let's go to the dentist. Yeah. Um. So my pain tolerance is pretty high. So like for all I know, like my face could be exploding right now and I have you no idea because yeah. it just hurts anyway. Yeah. Did two out of ten. It's not like that bad. Yeah. But um. I would tell you if your face was about to explode. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, hey, we need to stop this thing. Like uh, I look okay. <laughs> well, it destroyed the roots of two of my teeth. So yeah, like that's why. I'll need them pulled. One of them is pretty much gone. Yeah. Whatever. But, like, the other one will have to get pulled. If my wisdom tooth takes the place of Why those, not? if it destroyed the roots of those, that means it's right above them. Yeah, it's it's going right there. That means it might go where it needs to go. You're Wolverine too, man. Why the hell am I going to go get my wisdom tooth pulled if it's doing what it's, it's supposed, supposed to, to do? do. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, and obviously that's evolutionary science talking to medical science. So there's a difference there. I'm here's the thing. Scientist. If you wait, then they don't get their paycheck. Yeah. Well, my actual dentist, I've actually never even seen. It's Amanda's dentist. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, it's right down the road from us. They're a family dentistry. I could yeah. probably go there and pay them a little bit every month until it's something yeah, is paid you off. You can do that. Yeah. As opposed to these giant corporate greedy bastards who are like, they can do whatever they want. They're their own company. I just don't like the way they do their business. I like, I like that caveat. Yeah. They did, however, give me a free exam and then gave me a prescription for amoxicillin that knocked out the infection. So I will give Very them cool. that. Because yeah. I see the free market works. The free market does do its job. It does do it. Um, and now, un, uh, uninhibited, maybe maybe not a great idea. There are some things that might need some regulation. For example, would you want to go to a doctor that didn't have a license to practice medicine? Do, would I want to? Are you asking me, like, oh, no, of course, who wouldn't want that, but would you be forced to? Well, I mean, like, um, let's say the like a, a lack of regulation, libertarian lack of regulations. Yeah, so you could you could go to the doctor here, or you can go to the guy who has a you van out front. You can come to Dr. Jeff, yeah. and I can diagnose you with... That's kind of my choice. With whatever. Would you, would you want to do that, and should I be able to prescribe drugs? Oh, yeah. 
um, no, I understand the concept of being like I and I, I agree. I think regulation is great. I'm yeah, all like, for like it. To an extreme, it's, it's I kind still, of a bad idea. But extremes of anything. Yeah, but I still idea. I still like and this is I mean no no intelligence coming out of this mouth. I still like the Wild West concept of it being like. Do you want a doctor in regulation for your doctors? Yes. Well, then this state has that. Move there. Um, do you not want that? That state doesn't. Go right. there. And I like I like that idea. I don't know what like, that's called. Like, I, I know, know. I, made a, I, made, I know I barely ached about having to move out of my town if it became a socialist town. But there's a reason I don't live in Albany anymore. Yeah. I don't live in Albany because I was tired of the regulation and the, mm-hmm. the weirdness of living in Albany. So I moved back to Fulton County where I'm, I'm from like 10 minutes down the road. Oh, from okay. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I moved back to here and... I'm pretty much left alone. Yeah. The town knows who I am. I pay my taxes. I pay my water bill. I pay my electric bill. Everything is good. Yeah. I'm allowed to live here, do what I want. I make loud music in here till two, three in the morning sometimes. Yeah. And my one neighbor that can hear it is like, whatever, it's cool. Yeah. I'm like, sounds awesome. good, bro. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, I and we can lay in this plane because I'm, I, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty much. I think I, I think I know. I think I understand this. Well, libertarianism is, like I said, it's just like it's an ongoing question. That's what it is. Well, don't don't tread on anybody. Yeah. If what you want to do interferes with someone else's rights, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I agree. But that also, uh, someone else's rights to not do. That's what goes back to the healthcare or even the baking the cake thing. Like, I like I like the free market on that. Like, they, these people don't want to bake this cake. Be like, fine. Now that everyone knows, they can choose not to go there, and their business. Can so that particular situation, they, they passed three other bakeries on the way there. I know it was on purpose. Like that was on it purpose. Was, they was, brought cameras for a reason. They, yeah, so we like, know that that was that was done intentionally, which uh, which is bad intention. Exactly. I understand. Yeah. Um, and so that should be rooted out as far as that. But the only way that gets rooted out was with a free society to be able to be like some people be like you know what rightfully so they passed the other and they brought cameras that's a good thing they need to be sought out be like okay sure sure that's totally cool but at least now i know the people i have i can judge this my truth (laughs) whatever i can judge it on my own stance of being like okay they don't have to bake a cake and you can expose them for that both of y'all are okay with it. i'm okay Mm -hmm. with both of you doing that um because you can do it and they can do it and you know Everyone gets to keep their rights. Now, one of the things about and we can we can end on this last bit of libertarianism and, and why I think it's like not the the best political stance to have, but at least the most freeing. Yeah, we um, the Libertarian Party has been like one hundred percent for gay rights since we started. Yeah, <laughs> like we've been fine with it for a long time because we're okay with you doing whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> now, a lot of people aren't okay with polygamy and other things like that. The libertarian standpoint would lean that way. I'm yeah. okay with that too. Like yeah. if if you want to be a a quintuple couple, yeah, I don't know what a quintuple. I guess if you yeah, want to be five people that are in a committed relationship. I feel like that's together, not the right word, but yeah. Well, whatever it is, if whatever that's what you want, yeah, great. It has zero effect on me at all. You're not going to get five tax breaks from it. You're going to get the same tax breaks any other married couple gets, yeah. but that should also go away. Yeah. Um, single people are, should have the same tax rights as married people. It's just the way that is. That is, I don't even know why that's there. Yeah. But like, but like, gay marriage has always been like a yeah. The government shouldn't be involved in marriage anyway. Why are they? Yeah, I agree. But they also are involved in like forcing churches who have statutes being like, well, you we don't marry gay people, and be like, mm-hmm. well, now you have to, and if you don't, then well, separation of church and state should come into play there. But yeah. at the same time, David, if you wanted to marry Matt, 
yeah. uh, uh, Matt Antenowitz from uh, the Mad Hatter podcast. If you wanted to marry Matt, would you really go to my conservative Baptist church to do it? I would if I wanted to make people mad, or if I wanted to stretch out my right over onto someone. So it's my rights right. pushing and, and then infringing you're on someone affecting else's. somebody else with yeah. your decision. So then libertarian, so back again. not libertarian. Yeah. yeah, like and like. Like I was, I came up in a Baptist church. If somebody wanted to get married in my church coming up, actually, I came up. The church I came up in was like two steps away from the Westboro people. Oh wow! Like if you have Westboro, then you have Bible Baptist, then you mm-hmm. have my church. Oh, okay. I wasn't quite one yeah. of them, but that's okay. Like that wouldn't you wouldn't go to my church to do yeah. that. Also, our church didn't look pretty. You wouldn't want your photos yeah. done. In but there. there's another thing. Like I have a, a pastor friend of mine, and if you want to be married in his church by him, um, there's like six months of counseling you have to go through. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mo- mo- most most and churches not, do that. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's just or like most. Uh, most um, if you. Non-Catholic churches, and I don't know if people understand that when it comes to like churches and marriage, but like you can't. I mean, there's marriage event churches where you go and like everyone books this, but most of the time, if you don't even attend that church, you're you're not not going to get married there. It's not a place for hire. I had had a friend get married at a church that like he wasn't a part of, and neither was his wife. Yeah, and (laughs) the um, the priest there almost forgot her name during the ceremony, (laughs) and it was like. Um, I'm not going to use um, real names, but it's like um, Jonathan and Tabitha. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it happened twice yeah. in the same service. Like, he forgot her name. Oh, that's rough. But that's, that's what you get in that's person. What, that's what you get yes. for renting a church. You got to choose that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, I uh, can we do this again in the future? Dude, uh, this studio is here all the time. This is fun. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are pretty much just for podcasting here. So I cannot tell you how good it is to sit and do look play, at someone. Do you play music at all? I used to. I just don't anymore. Do you want to try? I don't play music either. You want to make some really bad music? Maybe in the future. Yeah. If we get to record it and I can make uh, put it up and uh, on Spotify. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to do it for my own intro to my my podcast. Stop using Travis's. Yeah, well, uh, I'll write music. some. I'll write, oh wait, you're using Travis's music. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done talk to Travis out as often as I should. Uh, spoiler alert: him. He's my next guest. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man. So I got him coming in. We're doing a Q and A session as well, so people can write in if you're listening to this and I haven't recorded the podcast with Travis yet. You can actually um, send email me a Q and A or on the graphic or anything. Literally, he, um, just anything. Put a Q and A. Is he in shilling there. for like Miracle Morning or anything, or is he just Medical Morning? On? No, no, no. He is. Uh, <laughs> Did I call Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. That's, that's, that's that sounds that's like a book. A, it's something else. Oh, yeah. really? I was about to say that sounds like yeah. a super Christian worship band. Actually, no. It's a it's like a self help kind of thing for uh, your morning routine and meditation oh. and things like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't no. remember who wrote it, but it's actually pretty helpful. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I, I have a routine that I follow like most yeah. days when I wake up. And yeah, I got I got it from that. That's pretty cool. Um, well, Wait, it's Medical Morning. Medical and that was morning. his electronic band. Now he's uh, he started a new project. Already had an album. And he's making pretty weird headway. It's um, it's a it's black metal. Post rock black metal, okay. something like that. And it's called Day Graves, and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty rad. Dude, his uh, he, he introduced me to the band My Epic. Oh, and I and love we got to, My Epic. We got to see those guys at um at a festival that we played. I used to play in a Christian oh. rock band. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we saw those guys at a festival, and it was awesome. My it Epic's great, amazing. I love My Epic. There were six sixteen people in the crowd. I mean, as far as writing goes, it's such weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Christian festival, right? Yeah, Soul Fest in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. it's fun. I usually do sound there every year, but I don't think I'm doing it anymore. Maybe this year. No? No, I don't think so. You don't want to do that for 16 people? Not for the company that hired me for it. Maybe I'll bid, make a bid on it at some point. Yeah. But, like, I don't care. I make enough money doing club shows in Saratoga. (laughs) Like, I might as well just stay home and see my dog every night. Stick on that and stop driving out to New Hampshire. Well, anyway, dude, thanks for being a guest, and thanks for chatting me about politics, because I haven't done that. I had a good time. Hopefully it was succinct. 
I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Hopefully, I get canceled because that means I did something. I mean, everybody should just get left alone, and they should be allowed to do whatever they want unless yeah. they hurt other people. I think if you were to listen to this podcast that we talked about, if you really got offended uh, on anything, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that's you could probably send me an email and, and I'll be like, okay. You know, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not that. Oh, yeah, if I if I legit offend somebody, I'll usually be like, oh man, uh, yeah, I'm, my I'm bad. sorry, yeah. I didn't mean that. I'm not a slam dunker, and so you can tweet <laughs> at me, at me, bro. And I only uh, slam dunk if I earn it. If I dribble my basketball yeah. and I make it to the hoop and I get around everybody, man, I'm in how the many paint times and then can I jump I, and I dunk and I make it? I do know. How many times do I have to tell you you can't touch the ball in basketball? Only the goalie can. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. It's a puck anyway. I don't know what yeah. it's looking. Well, whatever. The puck's in your court. So <laughs> the puck's in your court. Anyway, um, dude, uh, go f- check out uh, Charlie's Angle. You got what's your handles? All your handles and stuff. Do you, are you on Instagram and stuff? Like oh that? yeah, hang on. Let me find my Instagram handle. Charlie doesn't really do much with it. Let me uh, let me let me find it. I, I think it's Charlie's Angle. I use the internet. You're hang the on. internet user. <laughs> yeah, go check it. Anyway, if you're listening, go check it. He's, oh, you got it in 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 about ten seconds. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you can find me at JS Pitcher. Um, and you can find the podcast at Charlie's Angle Podcast. Is it just all one, one word? word? Oh, perfect. God, yep. You guys scored it. Nice. Yep. Oh, that's right. And JS Pitcher underscore the underscore author is me. And then Charlie's Angle Podcast is the show. We don't. We only use it to post new episodes. We don't do yeah. much there. That's kind of what I do. I you post can follow me for pictures like of my dog, though. And that is good. You should do that. That's um, a good boy. Yeah. But yeah, go check out that podcast. If you enjoyed this, you'll get a lot more, I think, a little bit more information on y'all's podcast than... Yes. Yeah. Well, Charlie is a better communicator yeah. than I am. So, that's like, fair. there's that. Yeah. But I don't have any kids or grandkids, yeah. so that's why I'm here. Also, I, also I own the place. This is a good. It was, I think it was informational. I would hope of. so. Yeah. Yeah. Libertarian. Oh yeah. Libertarians aren't crazy. That's that's one of the things. That Do people, people get. think they are? Dude. Okay. Oh, the guy with the boot on the head. The guy with the boot on the head, and at our convention, a, a naked dude ran across the stage at our convention four years ago For or what? eight years ago. Because it's freedom, and he can. Um, All right, see, now I'm really enjoying being a libertarian in this party. I need to sign up. I mean, like, I'm not, like, homophobic or, like, weird about naked dudes, but some naked ladies would be okay, too. (laughs) We need some diversity Let's work on this, guys. Come Um, on. Let's get some female representation on the stage. I did, at the very end, we'll close it out with this, but I did see a tweet, and someone said, uh, if... It was a tweet. I think it was from Hotep Jesus, and he he posted. Wait, wait, it was from who? Hotep Jesus. He's a, a podcast. He's um he's a. I don't know if he technically is involved. But he, he leans towards the black conservative. Okay. And so he's in that realm, but I, I don't think he's actually in that. He's on. They're on their own thing. They call themselves the Hoteps, and okay. uh, it's it's great. It's one of my favorite. Go check. That's one of my other favorite podcasts called The Hotep's Been Told You. <laughs> okay. Um, great podcast. Um. Like they need a shout out from mine. Uh, but anyway, he tweeted, he goes, if Republicans are red and Democrats are blue, what are libertarians? And someone commented, um, from what I've seen, most of them are white. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest tweet I ever saw. Uh, I loved it. It was so funny. Intellectually, I would think we're purple, but we're not. I That's guess we're I gold. Gold. Ooh, um, but yeah. we're a porcupine instead yeah. of a donkey Republican, which means we're totally Is it cute. really a porcupine? Yeah, we're cute and cuddly, but don't tread on me. Don't or anybody. I would, you. I would assume the snake. Um, I guess that would... No, well, that's that's yeah. Uh, porcupine works better. Porcupine works better because it's cute and cuddly. But yeah. like, we'll totally stab you if we need to. <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> uh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and uh, we will see you back next week. Bye, guys. Hey, I just want to say thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to follow um, all the different taglines uh, for the podcast, you can go to Twitter. It's Pardon Will Pod. On Instagram, it's Pardon Will Podcast. Um, and I also have a Discord, uh, Discord app.
or Discord forum that is uh, Pardonable Pod. That I'm still working on and kind of feeling it out, but that's a good place for you want to go send messages and um, and join the community uh, as I build it. That's a good place to check that out. But um, for my personal, you can check me out on Instagram at Pardonable Art. The same thing for Twitter. It's Pardonable Art. Um, and if you want to check out my website, it's pardonwell.com. Uh, everything that I normally do, writing, poetry, art, all that stuff, podcasts, it's all up there as well. Um, and if you want to send me a message, like you you know, have a question or something like that, you can also email me at pardonwillartistry at gmail.com. That's pardonwill, A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y at gmail.com. Anyway, just want to say thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.